a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
Tep. Welcome to Dr. Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power, and my name is Beverly D. And uh, we're going to see where we headed. Where are we going? Uh, greetings, my Hotep, Dr. Robert X. How are you feeling today? Um, I see that uh, the one of the the witness didn't show up to the uh, impeachment, and I see the Nationals uh, was at the White House today. Yeah, a uh, Hotep, Sister Bev, Hotep family. Uh, Hotep. I heard that the Nationals went to the White House, and. Uh, uh, apparently, one of them sung the praises of Trump. Okay, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. You know, the whole question was if he was going or if they were going to go to the White House because over the last three years, uh, many sports teams uh, have drank the Kool Aid uh, right. in terms of the media propaganda, and they have decided not to go. Um, but somehow the Nationals, after he got booed last week, yeah, they decided to go yeah. this week. Okay. <laughs> interesting. Go ahead, Ben. The, 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 I, I just, like you say, I find it interesting. You know, their names are the Nationals, and that's what he's representing, the Nas- National. Uh, no coincidence, Bear. Mm-hmm. No coincidence at all. Just like when the Cubs won and those nines were showing up all over the place from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. In the yeah. year of the nine, which was 2016, started yeah. out in nine, ended in nine, uh, with the Cubs winning, and nine is all over the place. And, of course, Trump was the 45th president, which is the nine. Right. So I wish you could make that kind of stuff up there, but I'm not that good. Mm-hmm. So I can't make that up. Those things have to happen on their own. And I think that entitling tonight's forum, uh, Requiem, I think it's appropriate for what's getting ready to happen. Uh, because a, re- mm-hmm. a Requiem is, for the most part, it's a mass usually uh, done in in uh, with with rhythm or music, and it's basically for the souls to go to the right place after death. Okay? So it's like um, uh, something that's done when people gather to remember the person who's made their transition. All right? So it's it's pretty much known as the mass for the dead. Right. And that's what we're getting ready to see in 2020. We're getting ready to see a lot of stuff go down, mm-hmm. Sister Bear family. With the most important of all, for me, being the timely death of the Democratic Party. And they doing it to themselves. Well, they well, of course they did. But that's because they're following the dead. That would be Hillary Clinton, the walking dead. Mm. Okay? No no mass is going to be said for her. All right? But if you're familiar with the television series, The Walking Dead, uh, all it takes is a bite. 
One bite. Or scratch. Go ahead, Bill. No, I just I'm just listening. I didn't say that. And and that's that's what black people are going to get if they continue <laughs> to follow after these zombies. It's finally dawning on me how come so many people in the Democratic Party got these great big old eyes. And it's because they're zombies. They're the walking dead. Exactly. So so it's about time that, you know, we had a requiem for them. And I'm going to show you, family, um, why today some very interesting things happen. Um, Schiff supposedly contacted one of the Republican members late last night to let him know that the whistleblower would be willing to testify in writing. Now, that had been thrown out there all uh, this past week, and nobody would bite. All right? The only thing that are biting is the zombies. Those are the only people that's biting on this. So one of the uh, Republican minority leaders was on one of the Talking Heads show yesterday, and he said he didn't get any notification of anything. And he's the uh, minority leader. They didn't tell him. They supposedly called Schiff late last night. I mean, uh, Nunez late last night. And the reason that they, the reason that they're doing that bit, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I was going to ask you. Why? Why they call him? Uh, we don't even know if they called. Mm. I haven't heard Nunez say anything, but we know that the last thing we want to take the word of is the dead. Okay? So, that's what's going on. And for those of us who are truly awakened, all right, as opposed to the woke folks, I, I don't quite know what that means, but I hear that term being thrown out there a lot, but I don't quite know what it means. Because when I look, all I see is, <laughs> that's all I see. <laughs> the walking dead in more ways than one. So we here tonight to say mass for them, Bear, so they souls go to All the right, right. place. Because if you still All falling right. behind this dead-ass Democratic Party, we need to pray for your soul. I don't even think most people who claim to be Democrats believe any of this insanity. I really don't, Bear. I think people are going Stop. along with it because they've been propagandized so much about this uh, orange man that they can't help themselves. They'll accept anything. Yeah. Yeah. If they'll accept Hillary Clinton, they'll accept anything. So that's where we are. And when we lay out this stuff tonight, let me put it like this. People may be asking themselves, how come Bill Barr and his deputy, Durham, haven't said anything about what's going on now. 
Because what's really happening is you have the same players that participated in the Russian thing that's now participating in the Ukraine thing. It's the same people, Bill. Yeah. And check this, including the whistleblower. It was the whistleblower who facilitated the whole Ukraine thing, right, with CrowdStrike. It was the whistleblower, this whistleblower out here now, who everybody know who he is, but the mainstream media won't say nothing about it. Like it's a secret, but everybody knows. And even in some of the committee, uh, some of the hearings in the in the dungeon or the basement last week and week before last, Republicans who knew who the whistleblower was was asking questions of the other witnesses to get them to, uh, in fact, put on the record that uh, the whistleblower. Uh, um, uh, was in fact who they thought he was. And every time they got, uh, they asked those questions, Schiff would stop the hearings and tell the witness, don't answer. Now we know why. You may have heard, but now we know why Schiff was basically stopping the hearings and telling the witnesses not to answer the questions. And today, he comes out and leaks or reveals so-called transcripts that have been edited. I mean, this don't seem logical. I mean, it's just something. It's like Trump keeps saying they're crazy. Somehow, I keep saying this is, they are, well, you say they dead, but they some kind of program, robots, uh, something going on, because it don't seem like it's logical thinking what they're doing. It's just so obvious in your face. It's not, Bear. It's the acts of desperate people because they know. See, all of this was basically uh, to nullify the indictments that are coming down. That's what this is about. But here's the problem. Like I just said, they don't have to open up another investigation because you can go back to the Trump-Russia thing, and we got the same people involved. I mean, the same people. Nothing has changed. That's why they want to keep this guy hidden. Look, they were having executive-level meetings, dinners with Joe Biden, um, Jim Comey, uh, what's the two guys, uh, Brennan and Clapper, okay? These are high-level executive dinners, <clears throat> and it included the Italian prime minister. And guess what? what? The whistleblower was the only one invited, and he was totally out of his league. Okay, he had no business being there other than he had been appointed as the willing dupe that they were going to use to attempt to to basically entrap Trump. 
We're talking the Italian, the former Italian prime minister who's buddy-buddy with Obama and who, in right. fact, met with Obama days before Obama left the White House to coordinate their strategy to remove Trump. I remember, know, because I remember, yeah. You talking about it. Yeah. You mentioned that, okay? But but here's, here's why. Um, they meet, they plan all of this stuff. Now, this is before Obama leaves office. But there's other stuff that they plan, too, and they were going to throw all these people away. These people are going to be set up and removed. Some of the stuff is unbelievable, Bear. We're going to reveal that tonight because we got to say mass for these people. Remember, family, <laughs> mass ain't nothing but one letter away from what these people really are. Ass. Absolutely. They're nothing but a bunch of asses who would do anything, I mean anything, to cover up what they've done. And I expect for this whole thing to start crumbling within days. It's already As I said, crumbling. Yeah, to a degree, but they still run around running fake polls and all this kind of stuff. And I'm going to warn the people, as I've been saying this as I've been on this station, be wary of people and they polls, particularly when it comes from Washington Post, New York Times, mainstream media. None of it is real. Okay? And I'm going to tell you, uh, I've said this before, it's not unprecedented, and we'll kind of deal with this tomorrow. The role that the media played is not unprecedented in all of this because the media got slapped on the butt under Roosevelt. And people forget. They tried to assassinate Roosevelt, too. Okay. What year was Roosevelt in? The, uh, ni- the 1920s, during the, the stock market crash. Okay. He was the only okay. president. Now, check this, check this, man. He was the only president to serve three terms, died in office. Mm. Now, what did we say about Trump? Yep, said three terms. You see how these things are repeating themselves? Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, back then, uh, the uh, it was uncovered that there was a plot to seize the White House. There's a book written about that by Jules Archer. Jules Archer, The Plot to Seize the White House. Okay, and it, it basically deals with all of that. I, I, it's got to be 30 years since I read that book. Okay? But this whole thing, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. And that's why it's going to start falling apart. Okay? Uh, nothing that they do is going to work including uh, resurrecting, uh, if you will, because she already did, resurrecting Hillary Clinton. She all over the place, everywhere. And again, uh, everybody in front of her 
is being assassinated. All right? They dropping out like 40 going north. So uh, I just want the family to keep your eyes open because you're going to begin to see some really, really strange stuff, particularly when the IG report drops. And I can't tell you why they haven't released it because there's no explanation as to why they haven't released it. All right, unless they, they, there may be some time limit on it and the so-called deep state that, oh, by the way, if you just go back a couple of years ago, the same mainstream media denied that there was anything even remotely connected to something called a deep state. They said that was conspiracy theory. Now they not only admitting it, but you got uh, – former heads of the CIA sitting on TV with CBS uh, News, which is another major propaganda outlet, uh, sitting up there talking about, thank God for the deep state. Two years ago, they said it didn't exist. It was a Trump conspiracy theory. And I'm going to tell you, you're not only going to have media people called on the carpet, but you're going to have the tech barons who are engaged in the collusion as well. They're going to be called on the carpet. This is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen before. And there's not a whole lot they can do to get out of it because the evidence against the tech barons and the evidence against the Democratic Party intelligence operation is all well documented. They just didn't give a damn. For some strange reason, they appear to think that they're immune from their behavior. But it's I ain't quite figured years. that out. It's, it, I mean, this is we've been dealing with the president for three years. Don't they see? that they're not immune? I mean, is it because nothing has happened yet that they feel like that? I mean, it just, it don't make sense. It it doesn't, does it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the deal, Bear. I think they were fully prepared to let things go the way they went until early this year, something happened that they weren't quite prepared for. What was that? And that that thing that happened was Bill Barr was made the attorney general. Mm, they didn't see that move, that chess move. They didn't see that coming, Bear. Mm. And this was after Sessions was removed. And then the bald head white boy who was his deputy, he, he was there right. for a couple of weeks, and they, they jumped all over him before he even got the spot. Right. Okay, so they was they was hoping that they got one of theirs in there because they're Republicans and Democrats. Remember, Mueller is a Republican, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but he's far from it. He is what they call the deep state and they Republicans and Democrats. So when Bill Barr, 
Go ahead, Ben. No, go ahead. Finish. No, go ahead. And I'll ask. No, go ahead. From the chat room. No, go ahead, uh, Ben. Someone, somebody wants to know. Uh, do you think that that uh, they set up Obama to take the full fall from Grace? Do you think he was set up in all of this? The deep state. Uh, set him no. Up? No. Nope. Who was having the meetings with the Italian Prime Minister that I just got through talking about? Obama. Thank you. You're going to see some other stuff that come out about Obama. Obama was being briefed every step of the way by Susan Rice. Every step of the way. And when she felt that the thing may fall apart, she uh, wrote a letter to herself the day that Trump was inaugurated, only hours before he was inaugurated, saying that Obama wanted everything to be done by the book, just in case everything falls apart. Because as I said over and over, this thing was done very haphazardly, starting with uh, them basically exonerating Hillary Clinton uh, with uh, uh Kuma Aberdeen's husband's uh, emails with child pornography and and classified information and other stuff all in it. And the NYPD got them serviced. And from what I understand, I think we covered it at the time, it was stuff in there that that made them throw up on Mm -hmm. Anthony Weiner's laptop. And of course, Anthony Weiner... Mm -hmm was Huma Aberdeen's husband. And Huma mm-hmm. Aberdeen was Hillary's uh, right-hand Lover. girl. Exactly. I was trying to be kind, Bear, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, no. This whole thing, Bear, look, it was the whistleblower who, in fact, brought the whole Ukraine thing to the White House. I'm talking this whistleblower today who basically introduced Alexandra Chalupa, who was the white girl of Ukrainian origin, who basically worked with the embassy and media people to dig up dirt on Trump through Manafort. It was this Alexander Trulupa that did that. But it was the whistleblower, this current whistleblower, who I find it quite interesting, Bear family, mm-hmm. show you how how something just doesn't. Remember the Awan brothers who basically were stealing information from all of the congressional Democrats because uh, the little white girl... Um, who had to resign as head of the DNC during the Democratic National Committee. I mean, during their, uh, 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 during the time, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Oh, her. Yeah, okay. Okay. Now, look at her eyes, Bear. She got them same eyes. All of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not real. It's something is wrong, okay? Yeah. And of course, we've seen Hillary's eyes do that same thing. Yeah. Like they're about if they lean forward, they'll fall out their head. Yeah. 
Yeah. But now check this. It was the Awan brothers who were arrested because they were uh, illegally downloading all of the information from all of the congressional Democrats computer systems. All right. And we say it that they were, even though they were Pakistani, they were primarily working for Mossad, which is what Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Adam Schiff, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, there's just so many of them. Uh, um, he's the Senate ranking minority leader. Uh, Schumer. Schumer. Nadler, all these are Jewish Mossad. They're double agents. All right? But the main point being, um, it was uh, the Awan brothers, uh, I can't pronounce his name, Imran Awan, the major brother, Pakistani, they had a car company called the Car Import Agency, whose initials are CIA. You can't make this up. Now watch this, Bear. Remember the alleged guy who sent the fake bombs to a lot of the Democrats and they were like toys? He sent toy bombs to all of them. Yeah, then they found him. He had a brand new van with brand new decals all over it. Yeah. Right? But he living inside the van in a parking lot. Right. Right? And the first three letters in his name just happens to be CIA. Okay? So we got the car import agency with the Awan brothers, CIA. We got this killer Right, allegedly, with the toy bombs, uh, I can't even pronounce his name because they're making them up. It's right. CIA. And, and guess what, Bab? As we pointed out last week, the whistleblower, I was trying to pronounce his name, and it was impossible. So now, since he's been exposed all throughout alternative media, we now do, know the way you pronounce his name is Caramella. Okay, but here's the deal. You're not going to believe this, family. I know you're not going to believe this because it's hard for me to believe it. Um, let me make sure I don't misspell his name. Uh, let me see here. Ah. Uh, I'll find it here in a second. But it's interesting because the first three letters in his name is CIA. Now, Are these, these the and, codes? We, and we know this whole thing is nothing but a CIA operation. Actually, it's a, um, uh, a NATO operation. But it's being run here through the CIA. But the it's NATO that's really running the whole thing. His name is CIA 
R-A-M-E-L-L-A. You can't make this up. So now what are the what are the odds of that? That all three of these guys all connected to the intelligence community and all having CIA right up front. Like they all been part of some giant programming situation. That's what so like you supposedly Yeah, but you supposedly pronounce his name Charamella. Mm. Now I'm pretty good with the language. Ain't no way in the hell you could take C I A R A whatever and make that C A sound. <laughs> that don't work. No way in hell that worked. In Italy, that might work. Not in America. Okay? But that's the deal behind all of this. And now they're seriously saying that when Barr comes forth, because uh, Cheramella's name was in the Mueller report. You can't make it up, family. That's why this is really a requiem. Now, you mark my words. Uh, Watch how this thing starts falling apart, because already Shift is coming forward with little nuanced moves that he's making, trying to make it appear as though this thing is above board. Nothing could be further from the truth. So I just want I everybody mean, to, to get ready. Go ahead. To me, it's it starts really falling apart when he got on national TV and told that lie about the letter. That's just like somebody's hand was caught right in the cookie jar. But he had to do that, Bear. He Why? had no choice but to do it because, remember, Trump released a letter the next day. Yeah, so I he know. had he nothing didn't know to go Trump on. Was gonna... he d- exactly. I mean, he told the lie, and he didn't know Trump was going to release the letter. Well, actually, he didn't. He didn't know. They was expecting Trump not to release the letter. I know. That's what I'm saying. So to me, that's oh, okay. really start crumbling. That's what I'm saying. That's right. So... And there, it wasn't just him going before Congress making up that whole thing. The media and the talking heads then started repeating it. And they knew better because they had access to the latter. But they kept repeating the same thing. That's why I'm telling you. Um the media is going to be implicated. I don't know how many, all right? But there's no way this could have went anywhere, even the Russian thing. Look, they don't even want to mention the stuff that Joe Biden is involved in. Don't even want to mention that. How the hell could you not mention that when that's the whole, the the foundation of this whole conversation with Trump and the uh, Ukraine that they're claiming uh, that Trump, was did some quid pro quo. How could you not talk about 
Hunter Biden when it's been all in the media. And whenever somebody appears on one of these talking head shows and they try to bring that up, they immediately get cut off. But why did it's they obvious. throw Biden out there? Why did, It's like they threw him out there to get hit, ran over by the train. I mean, you can tell this man, he can't even finish a sentence. He's got some kind of dementia or something is going on with him. His memory, he can't hardly remember. And they know that he got all this crooked baggage with him. Why they throw him out there to get hit by the train? Bev, I don't think they had anybody else. When you remove Biden, look at what you got. You got an open faggot. That's booty gig, right? Yeah. An open faggot talking about the first husband. Get the out of here. I bleeped myself that time. Okay. You did a good Uh, job. Thank you, Bear. Um, You got uh, Kamala, right? The black woman that ain't no black woman that's been busted lying every time she opened her mouth by her own Democratic colleagues. From Willie Brown to uh, the little Hawaiian, uh, the Hawaiian girl. Just busted all out, not Trump. Then you got Beto. Look at him. Look at him. I mean, the guy looked like he belonged in a Dennis the Menace uh, episode. <laughs> uh, didn't he just drop out the race? Yes, because he didn't have no support. But they had him on the cover of all the major magazines. He's Kennedy. 1%. They say Kennedy-esque because he had some hair. See, he had some hair. So they're going to turn him into Kennedy. This how the, is how they market these savages. Because that's what he is, a savage. Okay? And who who I'm leaving out that's supposed to be uh, major? Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I just call her, as I said before, Mother Plumtree. She looks like she belongs in an old a 1950s Fred McMurray movie with that sweater, okay? Then you got Joe Biden, but that's the answer. All the people that were running are basically jokes. And they didn't know, just like with Mueller, Bev, they didn't know Biden was going to break down this bad. They didn't know Mueller was going to break down as bad as he did. Yeah, that was terrible. That was embarrassing. They built exactly like he was like he was a superstar and got on there, and it was pitiful. Exactly, and they couldn't blame it on anybody but themselves because these are people that they picked. But lurking behind the scenes in all of this is the Walking Dead. Hillary. So everybody that's up there, nothing more than placeholders. Okay? To show the incompetence of all of them to prepare the way for this corpse. 
But I'm going to tell you something, Bear. It's, it's really good that I, I keep saying all this is good. All this is the way things are supposed to happen. All right? Uh, Kanye, Kanye West, if I'm not mistaken, has the number one album on the charts dealing with Jesus. Really? Yeah, I haven't heard it either. Um, with no social media, he gave a, a, I guess we can call it a mass yesterday. Thousands mm-hmm. of people, thousands and thousands showed up with no social media. I can't talk about that too much because that's one of the things that's going to be in uh, at the forefront next year in 2020, social media. It's finally going to get it okay. to come up and Okay. So they gonna get that. It just goes to show you. Huh? Oh, bear! If Kanye West is running around giving interviews, talking about his programming people, how long do you think it's gonna get around to everybody else uh, to talk about what some of us have been talking about for a long, long time? Yeah. All right. So now, what happens? If information surfaces that points to the intelligence community programming people to be assassins, using various apps, all right, and social media triggers, I keep saying Trump has one thing over them that they can't do anything about. He has access to all of the information. I mean, all of it. Yeah. And it's causing all of these CIA people. I'm talking on Fox, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, because these people have their own scandals individually that they're dealing with. They don't want to talk about them. But CNN has been exposed dramatically with the CEO saying that he don't want anything uh, coming across his airways on CNN but anti-Trump stuff. That's mind-blowing. And he's caught giving those directives on video. Okay? You got NBC that basically tried to kill the whole Jeffrey Epstein stuff. And now they exposed. Okay. Because uh, one of the top, he's the top executive or the number two man at NBC was making deals behind the scenes to get his screenplays produced by Epstein. So all that stuff, and that ain't talking about Matt Lauer and and uh, 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 PBS with uh, Charlie Rose and CBS with uh, who's the guy that he, I mean, all over the place. Everywhere you look, they grabbing women's booties and all and getting naked and raping women and all kind of stuff. This is real. Oh, by the way, family, Bear. I'm going to put mm-hmm. a pin in that right there because I, mm-hmm. I want the family to know that this week, uh, last week, last Wednesday, I think, or Thursday, 
I received a call, a phone call early in the morning. Okay. And it was from a very popular radio program in D.C. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked, to be quite honest. Why was you shocked? Because I didn't give him my phone number. So that's the first thing out of, okay. out of my mouth. How did you get my phone number? Right. right. You didn't give it to him, Bill, right? No, no, I ain't gave nobody a number. Right. So that meant that it had to come from somebody that I sent a package to that has my card in it. That's the most logical explanation to me. Now, the brother wanted me to do a program on the metaphysics of the Joker. Okay. And by the way, whoever gave him the number, I ain't mad at you. Okay. Let's get that out the way right, right away. Cause I know you were doing it to elevate my stature. Okay. So I appreciate that. But I think I kind of startled him because here's what I said, man, I really appreciate it, but I respectfully decline. Now, Most people would have jumped all over that. Absolutely. Now, let me tell the family who I'm talking about. Uh, Carl, man, I'm running a blank on his name. Carl. He's got the top radio program in D.C. with Dick Gregory and Dale Blair and Steve Coakley and a host of others have been on that program. Dick Gregory used to live on that program. Carl Nelson. Thank you. Carl Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I kind of shocked him, but I told him why. Okay, then I'm declining. I didn't tell him all of the reasons, but my primary reason was because I made some statements on truth to power in terms of my commitment to truth truth to power. And that is, I have no intention uh, of doing other people's programs and, you know, wanting to be some high profile this or whatever. That my aims on this program was to create an archive around a variety of different events where black people could come and get this information and use it to further their research in a particular subject area. Um, So while I appreciated the brother inviting me, uh, I declined because I made commitments on this radio program and I tend to try to keep my word. I know that's, that don't mean anything today to a lot of people, but it means something to me that that's just the level of respect that I got for the people that listen to this program and participated in it on a consistent basis. No more, no less. And if I did go on this program, it would be after I came on this program to explain to the family that he invited me on and to get your opinion whether I should go on or not. Because I think you know, all of us need to you know put ourselves. 
Yes. Tell the family what you said, Bear. <laughs> I said you should have <laughs> went on <laughs> because it's like more of us need to hear this. You know, you, you would and you will be able to reach more people. Now, I'm not saying you going on there to be uh, discovered or being a superstar. It's about reaching more of our people so they can understand what's going on. That's right. And what did I respond by saying? You You remember? They don't come to truth. If they don't come to truth to power, basically, I'm paraphrasing. If they don't come to truth to power in here, then they won't hear it. Uh, Truth to power or nothing. Right? And again, that's my level of commitment to my people separate and apart from stardom. Cause you've heard me come on this radio program and criticize these fake so-called stars. All right. Across the board in sports, entertainment, etc. And I railed on and on about how I have oh, no predilection to become anybody's star. That ain't what I'm doing this for. Okay? Uh, I said it before and I say it again. I'm doing this for our people. Period. Period. That's as simple as it gets. But that's as straightforward and as honest as I can make it. And the only program that I've done since I've made those remarks uh and it's because this brother was effusive in his praise for Brother Steve, which I felt Steve never got the kind of of um, send-off that he should have gotten because he exposed some things that nobody else had exposed until he exposed it. And that's research. All right? That's the whole basis of research. Anybody can repeat what's already been said. But when you break new ground, that's the reason that researchers do research, not to pump themselves up. That ain't what this is about, but that's what it's turned into. Because we've made a whole lot of people, well, I can't say a whole lot, but we've made a number of people rich thinking they were working on our behalf. Because they do research and come to find out it's all about them. Consciousness with no morality with it. What is that? What is that? I don't know what that is. Yes, I do. It's a fake out. And I would have been no better than the people that I criticized had I gone on that brother's program without bringing it to the family first. All right, but he wanted me to do the metaphysics of the Joker. And I know it would have been dynamite because I was going to add, you know, Bev, I was going to add other stuff with NATO and the Aten. And so you can see the reality of this stuff because it's manifesting before our eyes. All right. Uh, Ain't nobody talking about NATO to any degree. Still, they still not. 
No. We've already told you who the major players are behind this thing, and it keeps coming up over and over. But still, people ain't put the pieces together. They say Atlantic Council, but Atlantic Council is NATO mouthpiece. That's what everybody needs to be looking at because that takes it out of the domain and the purview of a local circumstance. Because guess what, Bear? Over in Europe right now, in Europe right now, there's an all-out attack on nationalism by NATO. Right now. All right? They don't want no Brexit. So what's happening there is the same thing that's happening here. You got the two uh, parties coalescing with each other in Britain to make sure Brexit don't happen. So what's the response? They're calling for an early election, I think in uh, December. So when the nationalists uh, take control, that's the only time they're going to be able to push Brexit now. Here's the other piece. The same people, NATO, uh, uh, may in fact try to do the same thing there that they just did in Canada. Nobody can tell me that the Canadian election, uh, to a large degree, wasn't stolen. All right? Uh, So that's how come you still got Trudeau in Canada. Because unless the vote is overwhelming, that's what they do. And that's why you see, you're going to see these polls. The polls are always going to have the Democrats ahead of Trump or 49, 47, uh, 48, 46. That's what you're going to see for the next year. All fake phony. Okay. And that's how they get you. It don't take a rocket scientist to look at his rallies. I mean, look at all the thousands of people that come to the rallies, and you look at the other people, and they can't even raise, get people to come to their debates. We know that, Bear, but let me show you how this works. Mm -hmm. They're already saying, and this is from the little nasty little Jew girl uh, on the so-called View which uh, is a joke as far as I'm concerned, just like all the rest of them, all right? But they're trying to change their tune, Bev, because I think a lot of them see the handwriting on the wall. They should. Uh, Even Saturday Night Live comedians is making fun of LGBT people. Oh, no, That's a no-no. Oh, the black guy that's on there. Now, I don't know any of these people because I don't watch any of that stuff, but I saw a little piece that was pointing out that the black guy on there is now criticizing LGBT folk. And uh, by mm-hmm. way of, of uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, ah, um, not being woke. Uh, cancel culture. After Obama, actually it ain't after Obama, after Dave Chappelle, basically, uh, broke the whole thing wide open. Then other comedians here and in Europe are following his lead. Then here come Obama, right, last week, basically saying the same thing, that you you ain't going to win nothing with no woke culture. In the meantime, if you notice, Sister Bear family, 
Mm-hmm. The four horsemen have been deadly silent. Where's Cortez? Is she been kidnapped and tied up? I don't hear none of them anymore. Well, why is that? I'm telling you why. Because they didn't looked at the numbers. And as it's like I've been telling you, family, 70% of the people in this country ain't having none of it. And that's what they see. I ain't talking about they polls. I'm talking about my own internal spiritual polls. And I told you from day one, Trump was going to get at the next election about 35, between 25 and 35 percent of the black vote. It's going to be more than and that. Because somebody asked him about that, too. I think it was today or yesterday. And he said, he said the same thing you said, that he got uh, about that much percentage of the black vote. Right. So we've been right on it. Uh, mm-hmm. long before any of this stuff happened, okay? Uh, but it's interesting to see what's going on with the mainstream media because they're family. This happened today. I want you to hear this, there, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, everybody thinks Fox is Trump, but of course, we told people the nighttime of Fox is Trump. The daytime is the deep state. Yeah. And since Fox was sold, uh, at least the news division, uh, that's why you got all them Democrats coming on Fox from what I'm hearing. Okay. Uh, So this breaks out today on one of their little programs. Okay, now it's only a minute and something long, but I want you to check this out, family. And that's what you have now. That's why we shouldn't take it seriously. And further, these people in some... Well, let me stop it. This is the little British. That's interesting that he's the little British ball here, white boy. I don't know his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, he, he didn't came out of nowhere, okay? But here he is. He's basically pro-Trump sitting in the middle of all these anti-Trump women on Fox in the daytime. Check it out. The bureaucracy. The other thing they're doing is protecting Joe Biden, because the only real corruption allegation here <laughs> is against Joe Biden. He was in charge of Ukraine policy. He supervised billions of dollars of aid that went from the U.S. taxpayer to Ukraine. Much of that went to Burisma, a gas company that was paying his son. How much money did Joe Biden channel to his son's business. That's the corruption allegation. No one wants to explore that. These people are protecting against that. There's a further element of corruption that needs to be looked into. And again, something that Ukraine should investigate, which is John Kerry's corruption. He was Secretary of State at the time. He was also involved in channeling money to Ukraine. His former chief of staff was hired by Burisma soon after Hunter Biden went on the board. They hired John Kerry's former chief of staff, while he was Secretary of State, paid him money from Burisma, could have come from the U.S. taxpayer. That money is circled back to Democratic senators who then write to the administration calling for more money to be sent to Burisma. Mm. All of that needs to be investigated. John Kerry's There's corruption. There's no evidence for anything you just... That I, you, just I worked at the, the State Department then. So you're covering up the corruption too. I, you defend it. Are you... 
Are you These kidding me? Billions of Steve, dollars. I'm on this couch with you talking about the news. Please don't accuse me of covering something up. You are. I'm telling you. There's no evidence. I've just. I the was evidence. there, and there's no evidence. The money went from the U.S. taxpayer. Tis Barucci. It really is live. Well, Chairman Schiff on the Hill. Office of Management Budget. Did you hear that? Here's what they're doing, family. If you notice, they use the women because it looks unmanly. It looks unkind for you to attack a hooker on the air. So they've been using the women to neutralize anything that the men might say. That's why you see all these hookers because that's what they are. All right, these are media whores. How many times have you heard stories here recently about some woman in the media having sex with some CIA operative several times in the last couple of years? Okay? So, and this ain't just started. That little blonde girl that used to be on Fox, right? She was pointing oh, yeah. fingers at people for sexual harassment. And then they they sent her to NBC. She was there for about six months, and they got rid of her from there. But she was obviously a hooker. Ain't no telling what that woman was doing after hours. Right, right. And then we got uh, Omar, right? She got three husbands and a man. But she's Somali. No, she hooker. Uh, one, of, one of them husbands was her brother. A, a bingo. But the, the media, notice now, the media ain't saying too much of nothing about it. Like it didn't happen. In the meantime, I'm only bringing this up to show you what's getting ready to happen. They're going to come with all of these women. Some of them ain't never been revealed. From Trump, you're going to see, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Stormy again. Okay? Now, all these women been discredited. All right? And even some of them said, when Trump was buying the booty, that Trump never mistreated them, and that the media tried to twist what they were saying. A couple of them said yeah. that. I heard that. I saw the interview. Yeah, and and the rest of them melted into the background because the stories start coming out about paying their mortgages and all this kind of stuff through PayPal. And I told you, family, now you know this, the little white boy, he got tired of the little girl that worked in the state. Why is she sitting up there on Fox? She worked in the State Department. She going to sit up there and say she didn't see no stuff going on. So that's where we want to get into it tonight, okay? Well, uh, before we get into it, uh, Dr. X, somebody in the chat room was asking when you was talking earlier, and they were saying Susan Rice, they want to know, does she have Obama get out of jail free card? She was born in Iran to American black parents who were professional spies while teaching college. And no, that's not Susan him. Rice. That's not that Susan, Susan Rice. Rice. Okay. No. That was um, um, uh, Valerie Jarrett. 
Oh, Valerie. Okay. Yeah. Whose uncle was Robert Taylor. Okay. He was in government. They named the Robert Taylor Homes the largest concentration of black people in public housing in this country. Was named after her uncle, Robert Taylor. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. Okay. She is, uh, she was married to the, uh, her father-in-law, Vernon Jarrett, looked damn near white, was on TV as a Negro back in the 60s. I mean, yeah, in the 70s. Only Negro at the Chicago Tribune for many years, well, along with, uh, oh, I forget this other Negro's name. But anyway, he was so light, he looked damn near white. Vernon Jarrett. He was the grand sire archon of the boule here in Chicago. And of course, as we pointed out, uh, she was Jack and Jill. These are the elite Negroes uh, that Barack Obama surrounded himself with. All right? So, no, that wasn't Susan Rice. Susan Rice is the little short little monster that has a mustache and likes to have a white boy on her arm every chance she gets. Was that the one that was on the plane? Was that the one on the plane with Clinton? Was that her? I'm not quite sure what what you're talking about. Remember when Clinton uh, met with, uh, I thought it was her, when he went on the Air, Air Force One? They didn't go nowhere. They was just on the plane, and they were making deals. No, no, no. You, you're talking about Loretta Lynch. Okay. That was Loretta Lynch. Okay. Yeah, she was the right. attorney general. Okay. Okay. Uh, once Trump got in office, she knew that her prospects for going to jail were uh, a part of her reality. So she was one of the people, along with um, who's the Negro Attorney General before her. Um, anyway, she called for people. Yeah, Negro, nothing black about him. Mm-hmm. She called for people to get out in the street and raise hell. Right after Trump got elected. Are you talking about Holden? Exactly. Well. He he has come out, not Holder. Was it Holder? Eric Holder? Yeah. I thought that was um, He went all the way back with Clinton, right? Mm-hmm. When Clinton was a president. Holder. Anyway, um, he came out and called for people to get into the streets, just like Loretta Lynch, because they knew they were cold busted because Trump has access to all the information. So now, now, Bev, now he's singing a different tune. See, the whole point of all of this is that they know they got nowhere else to turn. They have exhausted all of their resources outside of assassination. And all of their resources were people at the heads, FBI, CIA, Department of National Intelligence, right? Right? They're all compromised. Mm-hmm. So where else they're going to turn? It can't turn nowhere but to a bullet. And that's not going to happen. So they in hot water and can't get out 
could somebody turn in the temperature up higher and higher. Uh, and so it's causing. Like when, you, when you throw them, them crabs in that hot water. That's right. They can't get out. That's right. That's what's going on. Okay. Try as they can. They ain't got very many outs to this. And the, the bad thing about it, Bev, is the stuff is so well documented. It's so well documented that there's no way that they can get out of it. All right? So that's why Durham turns the investigation into a criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we want to go through some of this stuff because, man, if this stuff that, j- that came out since the last time we were on the radio station, if this don't expose what, what really is going on, babe, nothing will. Okay? And I got to give uh, credit to two websites uh, that's been on it almost from day one. And that, of course, would be uh, Zero Heads, and the other one is the Gateway Pundit. Those two websites, because they're pretty much 24-hour sites, anything come up, they're going to put it up there. Uh, they have been running major stories on this, uh, beginning with this one. Representative Adam Schiff. Democrats meeting Ukrainians, different degree of involvement than Trump-Russia. Okay? So, Adam Schiff is asked, what's the difference between Democrats meeting with Ukrainians, right, and all the criminality that went on with that, and the whole Trump-Russia thing, which has already been proven, uh, to be a, a false accusation. Here's what they say. This is from Real Clear Politics, who I got to add. I go back a minute with Real Clear Politics, but they have been doing some real interesting articles as well, and they've been at the forefront in exposing the identity of the whistleblower. Okay, here's what they say. Jonathan Carl asked Adam Schiff about a political article alleging that Democrats sought similar help from Ukraine at the same time that the Russians were allegedly colluding with the Trump campaign. Okay? They say, Ukraine and Russia have been in a de facto state of war since 2014 when the U.S. and the EU overthrew a Russian puppet regime in Kiev. The Russians seized the vital port of Crimea and funded a low-level insurgency in the Russian-speaking eastern part of the country. Hillary Clinton was blamed for laying the groundwork for what happened in Ukraine. Politico reported that during the 2016 election, Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump by publicly questioning his fitness for office because they were afraid he would stop offering Ukraine support against Russia. 
Now, I got something to say about that, but let me read this last little part here. They say, quote, a Ukrainian-American operative who was consulting for the Democratic National Committee met with top officials in the Ukrainian embassy in Washington to expose the ties between Trump, Paul Manafort, and Russia. Schiff acknowledged that if the article were true, talking about the political article that we exposed a couple of weeks ago, going back to January 2017. Okay? So it says, Schiff acknowledged that if the article were true, it would be problematic, but it's a completely different scale. If it were true, uh, not only is it true, it has been referenced by a whole lot of mainstream media people. Okay? But they don't uh, call for an investigation because it's Democrat. Then it go on close by saying this. Quote, it would be appropriate for the Democrats to get help from the Ukrainian government. If you look at the political article, if you accept all the facts, the scale of what the Russians did is not is not comparable to anything in that article. In other words, what the Ukraine were doing is they weren't just spying on the Trump campaign. Because remember, that's where uh, um, crowd strike come from. Okay? The dossier comes through Ukraine, not Russia. It was pointed at Russia, but it all comes through Ukraine. And there's Hillary Clinton right there in the middle of all of it with Ukrainian elected officials campaigning in this country against Trump. Some of you may remember. I do, like it was yesterday. I also remember the Pope campaigning for the Democratic Party. Now, some of us may remember that. Some of us may not. But I remember vividly the Pope saying, God don't want Nobody with the attitude of Donald Trump. I'm paraphrasing it, but that's literally what he said on more than one occasion. Okay? So, you've got all of these different heads of state all beholden to Clintons, the Clintons and the Democratic Party, because as I pointed out, family, and as that... uh that British white boy just pointed out, uh, John Kerry is also uh, asshole deep in Ukraine because he was a secretary of state after Hillary. And remember, we laid out a few weeks ago that uh, the international lending institution sent billions into the Ukraine and it all disappeared. And now we know, and this is what the the white boys said as well on the Fox thing that I just played, that there are a number of Republican politicians who had their wallets in Ukraine. All of that money was being looted. All right? 
as we pointed out, through the documentation, either last week or the week before. So now you see, it ain't just Joe Biden. All right? Remember, who can forget this? All right? Let me, let me see if I can pull these up here right quick. Oh, yeah, here we go. How about this? Uh, you remember this family? Representative Adam Schiff linked to prominent Ukrainian arms dealer. That's from Ron Paul's forum. And how about this one? Uh, a breaking exclusive. Pelosi knee-deep in Ukraine. Female Ukrainian party girl connected to military and government is her legislative aide. And who can remember this? Or who can forget this one? Nancy Pelosi's son or somehow is connected with the gas industry in Ukraine. Right? And then, of course, how about this one? After Romney trash talks Trump, Ukraine call former advisor exposed as Burisma board member. That's right. That same shady bank that Hunter Biden was on. We got another name for Hunter Biden, Bev, since he's an unabashed crackhead. We don't call him Hunter Biden. What's that, Bev? What you call him? What you call him? Tyrone Biggums. Tyrone? Tyrone Biggums. Now, I know a part of the family is falling all over the floor right now, Bev, as you were trying to figure out who the hell it is I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, I sure am. Tyrone Biggums is the character that um, uh, Dave Chappelle plays that's the crackhead that's always running around with the white oh. lips with the <laughs> with the cracked up lips and scratching all over the place and, and doo-dooing everywhere you go and <laughs> that's Hunter Biden. Oh, that's Hunter Tyrone Biggums. That's what we call him. So if you hear me mention Tyrone Biggums uh tonight or in the future, you know who I'm talking about, family. Right. Just straight up crackhead. So you can see. All of these people, and them just the ones that's been exposed so far, right, Uh, that are engaged in Ukraine, what's not exposed is the other politicians that are getting paid through the nose. And let's be clear, in in this article, when they say, uh, this is the first article from Real Clear Politics, a Ukrainian-American operative who was consulting for the Democratic National Committee met with top officials in the Ukrainian embassy in Washington to expose ties between Trump, Paul Manafort, and Russia. They're talking about Alexandria Chalupa. Who is Alexandria Chalupa? Alexandria Chalupa was introduced to the White House by uh, Charamella. The whistleblower family. Mm. You you see why they want to keep his identity hidden and don't want nobody to know who he is, but it's all over the media, but they just can't say it. Uh, uh, They say because they fear getting sued. That ain't the reason 
the media is in collusion with all of this stuff. And they're trying to keep his name under wraps and keep him under wraps until they can have some fake impeachment vote. But this stuff is exploding all over the place. Let's go here. Remember, family, around the same time that that article comes out, this article from Liberty Nation, Trump is at the U.N., and he's reading them, okay? He's letting them know that the, and this is the title of the article, Trump to the U.N., their future does not belong to globalists. He ain't hiding it. He's putting it right back in their face while they're trying to uh, impeach him. This is in September of this year. He goes to the U.N. and tells them, y'all need to take care of y'all thing because this my thing, and I'm going to do what I have to do. Don't matter what y'all do. Okay? Uh, so let's go here. Now, <clears throat> Burisma, recall last week, family, we pointed out, at least I think I did, that the uh, Ukrainian oligarch that runs Burisma, right, uh, also helps to finance the Atlantic Council. And that many in the banking industry, because Burisma is so crooked, they didn't even want to recognize it as a real bank. Remember this article from the Gateway Pundit. Ukraine Burisma story is massive, involves billions of IMS, IMF and U.S. funds looted and lost by a bank connected to Burisma Holding. Okay? Now, uh, I, got, I need to keep going because we're going to get to something that's going to absolutely blow everybody's mind. All right? So let's stay with the Gateway Pundit. The next article is, Shift Staffer Traveled to Ukraine in Trip Paid for by a Group Funded by Tyrone Bigham's old firm. Okay? Barisma. By way of the Atlantic Council. We did this last week, too, Sister Bear, or the week before. Mm. All right? Mm-hmm. And one thing they point out in the article, here's what they say at the tail end of the article. This is mind-blowing, and I wanted people to understand. Well, let me... Let me do this article again because it warrants a, a repeat. Okay? Here's what the article says. Again, this is from the Gateway Pundit. Days after a whistleblower filed a uh, claim of wrongdoing by Trump, an aide to Adam Schiff flew to Ukraine. What you see who that? Let me just tell you up front, family. Adam Schiff hired two aides that were buddy buddy, just hired them when all this stuff begins to break. They were buddy-buddy with Charamella, the whistleblower. There's some other stuff that's going to absolutely blow you away, family, when you understand what's really going on. Let me keep going. We'll get to it. They say, the trip was sponsored and organized by the Atlantic Council Think Tank. The council is funded and routinely works in partnership with Burisma. The natural gas company at the center of allegations regarding Joe Biden and his son, Tyrone Biggums. 
Then they say this. The Atlantic Council is financed by Google Capital, George Soros' Open Society Foundations, as well as the Rockefeller Brothers Fund, Inc., and the U.S. State Department. Okay? They also finance a self-described investigative journalism organization repeatedly referenced as a source of information in the whistleblower's complaint alleging Trump was using the power of his office to solicit interference from a foreign country. The shift staffer that flew uh, to Ukraine, Thomas Eager, is also currently one of 19 fellows at the Atlantic Council's Eurasia Congressional Fellowship. They say Eager's trip was part of a fellowship program and included nine other House employees. The bipartisan visit was billed as a Ukraine study trip and culminated in a meeting with former Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko. Eager's visit was sponsored by the Atlantic Council and began 12 days after the whistleblower filed his August 12 complaint. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and others seem to have known some of the contents of the whistleblower long before it was made public. Didn't they say this at the end of the article? In his July 25th phone call, Trump mentioned CrowdStrike, a firm used to allege that Russia hacked the DNC servers before the 2016 election. CrowdStrike founder Dmitry Alperovitch is a non-resident senior fellow of the Cyber Statecraft Initiative at the Atlantic Council. So Atlantic Council and CrowdStrike are one and the same, which means CrowdStrike is NATO. Now watch this, family. Watch this. This is really, really deep. This goes to show you the level of participation by the whistleblower, okay? And are you ready for this? Because I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here uh, if I can find it. Um. Barack Obama. I got I got to jump ahead of this cuz uh my mouth is running. My mouth is watering. Okay? That's how deep this is, family. And I want you to have this and to be able to put it in the proper context. So, as I'm scrolling through my articles here, Uh, is this it? This is going to blow your mind. That's why I really, I want to go to this as soon as I can. Because it deals with something that you probably never would, you couldn't guess this. Okay. I hope I didn't miss it. 
Yeah, you couldn't. You, there's no way you could guess that this this kind of thing would be going on, but it did go on. Okay, I had to. I must have went past it. That's all right. Wait, wait. No, I had to go past it. I, I'll come to it. Uh, it's so mind blowing, family. Uh, where you at, article? I'm looking too hard for it, Bev. That's why I, I know I went past it. Okay, let me let me just keep going. Okay. Uh, no, this time. Uh, for some reason, yes, it's just, it may be the article. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it ain't just Obama. All right. Uh, this this is so deep, Bev. I, I hate to even mention it without the article. Okay. This one here will really make you angry. All right. I know it's it's right in my face. And for some reason, unless somebody got it at the forum, which I don't think. But this, I'm, I'm, I need it because I want to show you the level that these people were getting ready to go to to set up Trump. It wasn't just Trump Russia. There were other contingency plans that they had in place. Okay, I'll I, I run into it. Man, that's, it's just so deep. And you got our curiosity. We want to hear it, too. I know it. I want you to hear it. Believe me, family. Let me see here. Did I go past it? That ain't it. Okay. I know I got it. Ugh. Okay, I just got you dealing with that one. Uh, just indulge me here, family, just for a moment here. Just indulge me for a moment, family. You'll you understand why. And why why you okay, why are you looking uh later on if you wanna call in and have a comment or a question or you wanna uh add something, uh the number is three two three six four two one five eight six three two three six four two one five eight six and you push the number one. So later on we'll be taking phone calls. You know what, there for some reason, I don't, don't hear it. Somebody, 
I, I went through all my articles here, unless, again, I'm looking past it. But it looks like somebody may have gotten that article. I can't blame them. Oh, I got it right. Okay, let me go. Let me go. Okay. Um, again, Trump says Trump says that the UN, the future does not belong to globalists. George Soros just recently came out and said that the globalists are on the move, that they are winning the battle. No, they are not. Okay. Here's the article. Former Italian PM, Obama pal, Renzi, remember now, they having, uh, uh, Obama has one of his last meals with the former uh, prime minister of Italy. Because that's where, um, uh, oh, it's just so many damn names. Um, it is. The so-called Maltese uh, professor who tried to set up Papadopoulos. That's where he comes from. He worked for Italian intelligence, and that's why Bill Barr and his deputy went to Italy. And remember, him and Durham, remember, they got the Blackberries. The Blackberries appear to be specific phones that are used by people in high levels in government. Because remember, Obama had Blackberry, Hillary right, had Blackberry. Right. Now I don't know what a Blackberry looked like. The only Blackberry I know of is the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. That's the only Blackberry I was ever familiar with, and that's a sister, right? So that's the only thing I know about Blackberry, but. Joseph Missoud, okay, who disappeared and then uh, a bar in, in Durham found him. They questioned him under oath and then they got his blackberries, which contains all of the information of people that he was talking to here. All right? So Obama, the, the title of this article, again, from the Gateway Pundit, former Italian prime minister and Obama pal Renzi, threatened George Papadopoulos after Barr's visit to investigate Italian connection. Can you, can you believe this? The former prime minister of Italy threatened uh, Papadopoulos, the little white boy that was given a two-week sentence because they were trying to set him up and he didn't bite because he ain't among the living dead. Okay, here's what the article say, but pay attention to this family because you're going to see something very, very interesting. They say A.G. Barr and Dorm must be getting close to the beginnings of the deep state Russia's collusion sham investigation. Italy's former prime minister and friend of Obama is so hot, he's discussing suing George Papadopoulos. Now, when was the last time a prime minister sued a little old average guy out here on the street? They say Papadopoulos reported that the former prime minister of Italy was considering suing him a couple of days ago, the same time that Barr was in Italy looking into deep state crimes. They're going to say, and this is a, uh, this guy Papadopoulos was apparently on one of the Fox News hosts uh, television program. 
So they are basically uh, documenting what was said. And they say, uh, Papadopoulos says, look, Barr was recently in Italy with John Dorm. They were looking into Joseph Mifsud's connections to both the Italian government and Italian intelligence services and into the university-linked campus and the prime minister when all of this was going on was Matteo Renzi, Obama's pal, okay? That's why Obama went before he left office to make sure that he had covered his tracks. And you recall, Bear, uh, shortly after that, this guy, Missuit, came up missing. Didn't nobody know where he was. And there were stories written that he had been killed. Because that's what they do to loose ends that they feel that they got to get rid of. You know, like a, right. um, like a Epstein, like Jeffrey Epstein. All right. I told y'all he dead as a doornail. All right. Yeah, anyway, let me go on. Cause get... Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go ahead, Beth. Go ahead. I'd rather hear. I'd rather hear this. We talked about okay. everything. Okay. Here we go. Our story begins in January 2017 about alleged crimes committed by uh, Julio Ochinero. The arrest of Ochinero and his sister, Francesca Maria, has brought to light what appears to be the biggest high-profile hacking of accounts ever. Now, I need to start right there for one second. Remember now, this is what started the whole Clinton investigation, right? And the little white boy who got shot uh, several times walking home Leaving the bar. What was his name, Bear? I can't think of his name. See, it's a lot of names. A lot of names. Somebody yes, will let is. you know or they'll let right. me know. Okay? But now here's the important thing. He was really the hacker. The little white boy. But check this, Bear. Mm. Guess who was one of the people that was with him in the bar before he got killed later on? Who? Imran Awan, one of the Awan brothers mm. that were hacking all of the Democratic Party computers working for Mossad through Pakistan who ran the car import agency, CIA. Mm-hmm. What now? Watch this now. Uh, so here we got Seth this. Rich. Thank you, Derek. Yes, Seth, Seth Rich. Imran Awan. There are pictures of him in the bar that night with Seth Rich. Now watch this because remember that comes out later that uh, the black woman who took over. For uh, the white girl, after she left as the head of the Democratic Central Committee, see, it's just too many names for me to remember all these names that I mentioned earlier. With the big eyes, Bear, the, the one you love. Oh, yeah. Shoot, I can't remember her name. She's Jewish, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking right at her. 
But anyway, the black woman who smuggles the the, the debate questions to Hillary Clinton, right, and got fired from CNN mm-hmm. for doing that. Yeah, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Debbie. Right? That's the, yeah. You need to write that name down because you'll never forget that name. Anyway, uh, no, I, I remember uh, her face, but I can't. Yeah, the yeah. black woman takes over for her, who is now on Fox News. Right. Donna Brazil. Thank you. She takes over for Debbie Wasserman Schultz. But remember now, she's in the hospital at 3 o'clock in the morning with the mayor, another woman of Washington, D.C., at Seth Rich's bedside. Who called them? Why would they be at Seth Rich's bedside at 3 o'clock in the morning? That's after visiting hours. Well, of course, but the point is, even if it was visiting hours, why would they be there? Why would the mayor of Washington, D.C. be at Seth Rich's bedside? And for that matter, why would Donna Brazil? And remember, after Donna Brazil writes the book, she said she feared for her life. She literally was in her house with all of the, the blinds drawn. She didn't fear for her life because of Donald Trump. Ain't no death behind or associated with Donald Trump. All the death is associated with who? The Clintons. Thank you. The same people that ordered the murder of Seth Rich. Now, let's keep that in mind now. Keep all that in mind because the Awan brothers were hackers. CrowdStrike is professional, uh, uh, has professional hacker expertise. Okay? And now we got Julio and his sister, Francesca Maria, in Italy. But check the story. They say that they are have been arrested and accused of the biggest high-profile hacking of accounts ever. Then they say the siblings have been planting the pyramid eye remote access Trojan on computers. And you know, Bev, the first thing came into my mind was the piece we put on the table last week dealing with the metaphysics of the Joker with the movie Now You See Me with the first four mm-hmm. characters being given those uh, tarot cards and they were all trying to get into the secret society of magicians called the Eye. Right. The siblings have been planning the Pyramid Eye remote access Trojan on computers. Remote access. They say they attacked at least 18,000 high-profile targets, including former Prime Minister Matteo Renzi and Mario Monti, both of them former Prime Ministers of Italy. Uh, I'm sorry, and Mario Monti, uh, yeah, and as well the President of the European Central Bank, Mario Draghi, who just resigned last week, Right? as well as heads of various ministries, including internal affairs, treasury, finance, and education. All this in Italy. They say, but Julio claimed that he and his sister were set up. They say, on Gennaro, uh, Julio, 
wrote to the U.S. Congress and the FBI. And in fact, there are a number of contradictions and suspicious circumstances in the case. Let's keep going. They say, members of Italian intelligence were approached by Hillary Clinton, the Obama administration, and the deep state to frame Trump by planting evidence on American servers to force Trump to step down from office. Remember early on after Trump won, they started talking about these servers and Trump Tower? Some of you may remember, family. Okay? Now, let me read that again. Because now you understand why Durham turned the investigation into a criminal investigation and this brother and sister wrote to the United States government and particularly and specifically the FBI and the State Department. This is his letter. He said he was approached, the Italian intelligence uh, were approached by Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration and the deep state to frame Trump by planning evidence on American servers to force Trump to step down from office. Italian intelligence then targeted Oncenero, uh, a Republican sympathizer, which means that he's a nationalist, okay, who had two servers for his company, Westland Securities, located in America. One in Washington State and the other one in West Virginia. The plan was for Italian intelligence to hack into these servers, plant classified emails from Hillary's servers inside those servers on American soil, and then alert the FBI. The FBI would then raid these locations discover these emails and link these servers to Trump and force Trump to resign. Mm. Montenegro believes Obama and Renzi worked together on this plan and he provides reports of their meetings in Italy before the 2016 election And in early 2017, when Obama went and had one of his last dinners in Italy, Bear, which is what you were talking about. Yeah. Then they say uh, uh, why Italian Prime Minister Matteo Renzi is dining with Obama. So they they go back and allude to this uh, report. They say Italian Prime Minister Matteo Renzi is joining Barack Obama for the last formal dinner of his presidency. Why? Then here's another headline. Barack Obama arrives in Milan for climate speech, meeting with former Italian Prime Minister Renzi. Former President Barack Obama touched down in Milan, Italy, kicking off a two-day trip in which uh, he will meet with uh, a Prime Minister Renzi 
and also discuss, discuss climate change at a conference. The only climate that was changing was all of the BS surrounding the Obama administration that was hushed up by the media. Now, they say Oncenero's Twitter account has tweets related to this subject, including that Robert Mueller awarded one of the top spies in Italy the FBI Medal of Honor. The Italian spy network had a close relationship with Joseph Mifsud. Family, now I want you to understand that this boy and his sister, you better damn well believe. And he had, remember they point out he had factual evidence to substantiate what he was talking about. Now, add that to Durham and Barr's investigation. Family. Because remember, from this article, this is from investmentwatchblog.com, the economists admit that President Trump is trying to destroy the new world order that globalists spent decades trying to build. And one of the last things that that little bastard, that little short-armed, Retarded bastard John McCain, that little murderous bastard. I had to call him a bastard three or four times. One of the last things he said about Trump, and then they they gave this guy a hero's send-off, okay, was that, and I know some of the family may recall this, we've worked 75 years to put this thing in place, and we're not going to let Donald Trump destroy it. That's what this article from The Economist, the first sentence in this article, says the Rothschilds have used their globalist media mouthpiece to declare that Donald Trump is threatening to destroy the new world order for good. Then they say it's a Rothschild family-owned publication, The Economist, has branded the president a present danger to the new world order and stated that internationalists that formed it are spinning in their graves. And that's why, family, we focused on that article from The Economist called Planet Trump in November or October, November of 2016, where they used the tarot cards to describe the Trump administration. I want you to understand, family, how deep and important that is that this brother and sister were contracted out by Italian intelligence to plant stuff on servers and then hack into uh, 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 Trump to say that he was getting information from the Russians when it was good old Obama that was signing off on all this stuff. Along with, of course, Hillary. All right? So now, you can see why they rushing. Uh, uh, no pun intended. Rushing, not rushing. But I'm going to use the black dialect. You can see why they rushing, trying to hurry up and get this thing done. And all this is coming out. 
Let's go here. Line Adam Schiff and his CIA whistleblower are likely guilty of conspiracy and treason under the Espionage Act for spying on Trump. And as I told you earlier, family, you got the same players from the Russian thing involved in the Ukraine thing, which coincidentally is right next door to Russia. You can't, all they did was went next door. This from the Gateway Pundit. Let's go here, because now, as we said last week, the name of the whistleblower is all over D.C., known by everybody, but can't nobody mention his name. Here's what they say. Chanel Rion of One American Network had an excellent piece on suspected CIA whistleblower and leaker Eric Cheramella, or CIA Ramella, because that's really what it said, and Shifty Shift, okay? Both could be guilty of seditious conspiracy to overthrow a sitting president. They say, here's some of the things that they reported uh, two weeks ago. One, he made a claim that was false and is working with the most dishonest person in U.S. political history, Adam Schiff. Number three, he works, uh, he worked or works for the CIA. He worked for, for the CIA. He was detailed to walk to, de- to the Trump administration to do just what he's doing. Number five, he has connections with a 2020 presidential campaign. We'll get to that in a minute. Number six, he worked with Biden when Biden was vice, pre- vice president. Then they go on to say this. This is as reported in the Washington Examiner. A 2020 Democratic candidate with whom the CIA whistleblower had a professional tie is Joe Biden. Because when Joe Biden went to Ukraine as Barack Obama's point man on Ukraine, guess who he took with him, family, besides Tyrone Biggums? (laughs) That's right. Eric Cheramella, the whistleblower. Check this. They say lawyers for the whistleblower said he worked only in the executive branch. The Washington Examiner established that he's a career CIA analyst detailed to the National Security Council at the White House and has since left and went back to the CIA. Michael Atkinson, the Intelligence Community Inspector General, told members of Congress that the whistleblower had a professional tie to a 2020 Democratic candidate. He had shown some indicia of an arguable political bias in favor of a rival political candidate. That's what the uh, 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 Intelligence Community Inspector General uh, wrote. But he's trying to straddle a fence because he knows Trump is coming at him. Okay, number seven, he reportedly fears for his safety. Uh, Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes claimed. Now, Scott Pelley is the reason that the one news media that I used to monitor religiously, the only thing on TV that I took my time to watch, when Barack Obama became the president, Scott Pelley was made the CBS anchor for the evening news. And he was so dishonest that I couldn't deal with it. From that 
point forward, I haven't watched anything on so-called television. I I will take that one half hour out of my day. My buddy in Detroit could tell you about it because I used to tease him about watching ABC News. Bum, 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 bum. All right? And I used to warn him about getting anything from ABC News. But when Scott Pelley came on, oh, it was unbelievable the number of lies that he was telling for Barack Obama. And I couldn't deal with it. Okay? Now, they closed the article by saying this. Cheramella, the whistleblower, attended a dinner in D.C. with James Clapper, James Comey, uh, uh, Italian Prime Minister Renzi, who is connected to Obama and the Russian collusion hoax, John Kerry, and others, okay, were the origins of the ship hoax concocted at this meeting? Why would they invite this guy there? All right. And now they want to hide him. But he's at uh, these dinners with the heads of the CIA and Department of National Intelligence and prime ministers and vice president. And they want to tell us he's just a lowly employee that works uh, or that used to work in the State Department. Let's go here. Kangaroo court, like Democrats are using to try to impeach Trump, are very hallmark of tyranny. Okay? And I think I may have gone through this one. Uh, yeah, because this one basically points to the whistleblower being part of the Atlantic Council, as we said in one of the earlier articles, okay? And the CIA which basically is the the NATO coup. So he's a part of the coup. None of this shit is real. It's all fake phony. And they know. I'm reading this from alternative media. Family. And they go on to talk about this white boy, Mike Cernovich, uh, basically exposing Cheramella. Uh, he's one of the first people in the mainstream media to expose this guy. That's in this article, but let me move on. Then let's go here. Three recent events indicate A.G. Barr and U.S. Attorney Durham may be further along than previously suspected. Okay? Well, I just told you why, and of course this is from the Gateway Pundit, I just told you why they're so far along. But here's one of the things that they point out in this article. Not only, remember, Bev, last week we pointed out that based on that one article, and it could be wrong, but it could be right, too, that James Comey has already smelled the coffee, and he flipped. Okay? Now, watch this. According to Jack Posobiec, who is a reporter for One American Network, Former FBI official James Baker has flipped and is helping the Durham investigation. James Baker was the chief uh, attorney for the FBI. He was the FBI counsel. He don't want to go to jail. Remember, I told you, family, 
two years ago that the first person to flip was Bill Priestap, who was in charge of counterintelligence at the FBI. We said over two years ago that he flipped, and now we got Comey Mayor Flip and the head attorney, the chief counsel for the FBI, James Baker. They all flipped. It didn't but two of them flip. I guarantee you the little girl, the little white girl, uh, Lisa, she going to flip, right? Because she can't stand to do no, no jail time. All right? So the question becomes, with all these people naming the whistleblower, how come the media ain't mentioning the whistleblower? Let's go here. Excellent article. From Real Clear Investigations It's entitled The Beltway's Whistleblower Fuhrer Obsesses over one name That nobody can mention It's like Remember that old nursery rhyme called Rumpelstiltskin Yeah And everybody was scared to mention his name Rumpelstiltskin Or To give you a modern day version of Rumple. Steel skin, Tyrone Biggums. <laughs> right? Because didn't Rumpel Steel Skin spin thread into straw, uh, yarn into a uh, gold or something? I forget, man. I can't remember all them nursery rhymes. Yeah, okay. the yarn into uh, gold. But, what he, but the yeah, word something is like that. Thin, and, and don't they use thin for when they lying? Don't they use that word? Oh, Bev, you're right on it, Bev. That's excellent. We And by the way, we didn't make this up, family. We didn't coordinate. All right? We just in the same book, and a lot of times we end up on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> so, but look, ain't that what Tyrone Biggins did? <laughs> ain't that what the crackhead do? Whenever the crackhead sees something of value, don't he want to steal it and turn yeah. it into money? Yeah. Ain't that what Tyrone Biggums did? Didn't he take that board, that seat on the board of Barisma, and spin it into gold? And then went to China and spent uh, uh, his daddy's connections in China to some gold? So you can call him Rumpelstiltskin or you can call him Tyrone Biggums. Let's go and deal with this article. Again, this is from Real Clear Investigations. The Beltway Whistleblower's Fuhrer obsesses over one name. They say the name of the government official fitting the description is Eric Cheramella, who has been raised privately in impeachment depositions. Again, this is why Schiff has been stopping the Republicans from asking other witnesses who they were in contact with because they don't want his name to be out there and the Republicans and everybody in D.C. already know who he is. They say, fearing their anonymous witness could be exposed, Democrats block Republicans from asking questions about him and intend to redact his name from all deposition transcripts. So look, family, 
What they're saying is Adam Schiff and the Democrats are going to do what they accused Trump of doing. They said that the phone call didn't have all of the information in there. Well, now they've been the, under guise of protecting their whistleblower, edit the depositions that they began to release today that nobody can take seriously because nobody was allowed to get transcripts of anything. So Schiff can say, unless you got a photographic memory, Schiff can say anything he wants to in the depositions because can't nobody remember every word. It's a scam, in other words. Now, let's keep going. And understand, family, if these people know all this stuff, how the hell are they going to impeach this man? It's, it's unbelievable. Let's keep going. They say, fearing the anonymous witness can be exposed, blah, 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 blah. The Democrats blocked the Republicans from uh, asking questions where his name will be revealed. They say, Federal documents reveal that Cheramella, a registered Democrat, held over from the Obama White House, previously worked with Joe Biden and John Brennan, who helped initiate the Russian collusion investigation. Did you hear what I said, family? He helped initiate the Russian collusion investigation. They say Joe Biden invited Cheramella to a state luncheon with the Italian prime minister that also included Brennan, Comey, and Clapper. Cheramella left his National Security Council post in the White House in mid-2017 after concerns about negative leaks to the media. He has since returned to the CIA. Quote, he was accused of working against Trump and leaking against Trump, unquote. They say Cheramella huddles for guidance with the staff of House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff, including former colleagues from the Obama era who, whom Schiff's office recently recruited from the National Security Council. Charamella worked with a DNC committee operative who dug up dirt on the Trump campaign during the 2016 election, inviting her to the White House for meetings. The operative, Alexandra Chalupa, a Ukrainian-American who supported Hillary Clinton led the effort to link the Republican campaign, that's Trump, to the Russian government through Manafort. They say she visited the White House with a number of Ukrainian officials lobbying the Obama administration. Remember, family, we had already pointed out that she was paid, I think, like $40,000 a month as a researcher. All right? Uh, gathering dirt on Manafort that they could connect to Trump, and it didn't work. Okay? They say, with Charamella's name under wraps, former colleagues have compiled a 40-page dossier on him. 
that's circulating on Capitol Hill, and briefings have been conducted on it. So now Trump's people, since they know who the guy is, they done went and did a full-fledged investigation on his background, and they know all the stuff that I'm telling you now. That's why you keep hearing hear Trump saying uh, he wants the whistleblower to testi- testify. But he ain't got the word, family. Because as the article just pointed out, this guy is the introduction to Trump Russia. Through Chalupa, Alexander Chalupa, through Manafort by way of Ukraine. They say Fred Flights, a Trump advisor, says everybody know who the whistleblower is. Then they go on to say, yet a rare hush has swept across the Potomac. The usually gossipy nation's capital remains mum, especially considering the magnitude of this story. That's because the media is complicit with the Democratic Party. Quote, they're hiding him, Flights asserted. They're hiding him because of his political bias, unquote. Cheramella was detailed to the National Security Council from the CIA in 2015, working under Susan Rice. He also worked closely with Vice President Biden. Biden's office invited Cheramella to an October 2016 state luncheon hosted for Italian Prime Minister Renzi. Guests included Brennan, Comey, and Clapper. U.S. officials told Real Clear Investigations that the invitation to Cheramella, a low-level GS-13 federal employee, was unusual and signaled that he was politically connected inside the Obama White House. They say Cheramella worked on Ukrainian policy issues for Biden in 2015 and 2016 when the vice president was the point man for Ukraine. He had been assigned to the NSC by Brennan. Quote, he was moved over to the front office, unquote, to temporarily fill a vacancy where he saw everything and read everything. It's so, unquote, it soon became clear that Cheramella opposed Trump's foreign policies. Quote, my recollection of Eric is that he was very passionate about Ukraine and Russia, and his views were at odds with the president's policies, unquote. In May 2017, Cheramella went quote, outside of his chain of command, unquote, to send an email alerting another agency that Trump was holding a meeting with Russian diplomats the day after uh, Trump fired Comey. The email also noted that Vladimir Putin phoned the president a week earlier. The email ended up in the media which reported that Trump boasted to Russian officials about firing Comey. Then they say this. In effect, Cheramella helped generate the Putin-fired Comey narrative. 
Okay? Cherimella allegedly argued that Putin suggested that Trump fire Comey. Days after Comey's firing, this was used to further political and media calls for the special counsel into Trump Russia. Now you understand why they want to keep this guy hidden, family, and they don't want him to testify at all. They say, in the end, Mueller found no conspiracy between Trump and Putin. Cheramella's email was cited in a footnote in the Mueller report, which mentions recipients uh, were John Kelly, who was the former director of Homeland Security, and of course, who Trump, uh, well, he didn't fire Kelly. Kelly resigned because Trump knew he was a spy too. They say Cheramella left the Trump White House after Mueller was appointed because he had done his job. They say the whistleblower charge that the, uh, that the president used the power of his office to solicit interference from a foreign country in the 2020 U.S. election. None of that is true, family. He cited the July 25th phone call in which Trump asked Ukraine's new president to help investigate the origins of the Russian collusion investigation Obama initiated against his campaign, citing reports that a lot of it started with Ukraine, where a pro-Hillary regime in Kiev worked with Obama diplomats and Alexandria Chalupa to sabotage Trump's campaign for the presidency. They say Trump also requested information about Biden and his son, since Biden bragged that he had fired the chief Ukrainian prosecutor at the time, a Ukrainian oligarch who gave Biden's son a lucrative seat on the board of his energy conglomerate was under investigation for corruption. Okay, family. They go on to say earlier this year, Schiff recruited two of Chiaramella's closest allies at the NSC both Obama holdovers to join his committee staff. One of them, Sean Misko, okay, doing closed-door depositions that are are going on now, doing these closed-door depositions, Misko has been seen handing notes to shift for the impeachment inquiry, right? Uh, as he asked questions of Trump witnesses. All right? And what they're saying is Schiff is scared shitless of being exposed as a coup plotter. That's why he had in Cheramella or CIA Ramella. All right? They say Republicans have been asking witnesses about Cheramella, repeatedly injecting his name into the deposition record, angering Schiff and Democrats, whose sources say are planning to scrub the references to Cheramella from any transcripts. Cheramella's name was invoked by the GOP during closed-door testimony 
of Fiona Hill. Caramello worked with Fiona Hill, another Obama holdover. Remember, family, Fiona Hill is from the Open Society Foundation. Okay? She's a George Soros, who also, remember, Soros and the Open Society is an international intelligence organization that works directly with NATO. Okay? So she testified last week that she lost her job because Trump didn't like her, right? That ain't got nothing to do with this. But the important thing is Cheramella worked with Fiona Hill. Now you can see all these people are all part of the move to attempt to uh, impeach Trump. And it's all being exposed. This, this guy here testified last week. His name is Alexander Vidman. He testified in military dress. He's a Ukrainian, just like uh, uh, Chalupa, okay? And he worked in the embassy, and he was there to basically guard against Giuliani getting information from people in the U.S. Embassy where Fiona Hill worked. So Fiona Hill says that she got fired because Giuliani interfered in her work. Her work was to make sure, along with Vindman, that the stuff that was going on in Ukraine didn't make it back to Trump. That's why Trump fired her fired ass. Right? So that's the real deal. They say, during the deposition of Alexander Vindman, Democrats shut down inquiry by Republicans because they said it risked revealing the identity of the whistleblower. Now you see, Cheramella uh, uh, is giving and getting information from Vindman and Fiona Hill. Right? They're all working together. Remember, he... A Biden as the point man took Cheramella with him to Ukraine. <laughs> Let me go on and finish this article up. They said Republicans wanted to know with whom Vindman spoke with uh, within uh, the call to Ukraine because they know he connected to Cheramella. So Schiff instructed the witness not to answer the question which sparked a shouting match between Republicans and Democrats. They say to keep the identity secret, Schiff recently announced that it may not be necessary for him to testify, even in closed session. By hiding his identity, the public cannot assess his motives for striking out against the, uh, President Trump. And they worry that his political bias could color testimony unless it's exposed. Then they say this. The Washington Post last week ran an op-ed by the whistleblower's attorneys claiming he was no longer relevant to the inquiry and for the public to let their client slip back into obscurity. So now Cheramella wants to get lost without testifying 
And of course, why wouldn't he go to the CIA newspaper, the Washington Post, who print that article? Okay. So, how much time we got left, Sister Bear? Uh, let me see. We have 32 minutes. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to stop right there because I'm starting to get a little headache because this stuff makes me angry. Okay. All right? Because okay. it's so out in the open. It's so, uh, we're going to pick up with Vinman tomorrow. Because guess what, family? Line shift star witness Alexander Vinman tied to Ukrainian arms dealers, Ukrainian oil and gas, and the Atlantic Council. And with that, Sister Bear, we'll stop right here and we can let the family get in on the conversation because I'm sure that unless they've been paying real close attention to what's been going on, most of uh, most of us didn't know any of this. Mm, no. But it's out in the open now, big time. And now you can see how fake and phony, just like Russia, because the same people, the same locations, nothing happened in Russia. Everything went through Ukraine. And uh, we'll stop right there. We, we can take some calls. Okay. Time. All right. Give out your information uh, before yeah, you can we contact open me. At, you can contact me at mccrayr nine five nine nine at yahoo dot com. And I know the family got some questions as to why I wouldn't go on and do the brothers uh, brothers program in D.C. I like the brother. Let me say that. Okay. People have sent me, and I have referred to several programs he's done uh, with people that I'm familiar with. So I ain't got nothing but respect for the brother. It's just that commitments that I made to Truth to Power. Uh, um, I plan on keeping my commitments. Okay. okay and the call-in number, the call-in number is 323-642-1586. That's 323-642-1586. And push to number one. All right, uh, 773-895. Hey, y'all, y'all want to hear an impression of um, Tyrone Biggums? Yeah. <laughs> Peanut butter and crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. I haven't watched enough of them to get that. You get that down pat, but I guarantee you in the future, if I have to bring up Hunter Biden, I'm going to let the folk know uh, you may as well call him Tyrone Biggums, because you can go throughout this country, you won't find a bigger crackhead. But, you know, it's interesting, Rob, Bev, um, Dave Chappelle metaphysically is back in the picture, because, like I said, I never really knew about him until I think I had mentioned on the show before that when I was deployed, uh, one of the guys in my unit had bought the DVD and we started watching the comedy. But I never knew at the time, you know, that 
politically and socially that he has a lot of um like I said he put he's one of the few comedians like maybe not the only one that puts out a lot of truth about what's going on to t- today's society and is relevant you know so mm-hmm. I just I just thought it was thought that was interesting but now I don't want to hold hold up the line but now when Trump going back to last week when Trump is here at the um holding that convention with the um. The police or the U.S. police officers, a lot of people didn't talk about that. They were mainly focused on the school strike and him and dude from the fifth floor going at it. And the police superintendent now came out in the news today that he he might be so-called retiring. But nobody really discussed the reason why he was having the meeting with those police officers here. Nobody talked about that. And what was that? I don't know if you – well – I had uh, found the article. I had sent it to you. I don't know if you had to get a chance to read it. They were talking about supposedly militarizing the nation, the nation's police forces in terms of so-called uh, cracking down on so-called crime in the U.S. They're calling it the surge. But I know I had sent it to Brother Thomas, and he, he's like I said, his take on it was that um, we better be getting ready for martial law. That's what yeah, that came from the Right, that right, came right, from right, Bill right, Barr. Right. And I can tell okay. you that before Bill Barr made that, I want you to Google this and for the family, Barr's speech on religious freedoms at Notre Dame. Oh, okay. And, I'm doing it now. And I want the family to listen to that speech. It's about 20 minutes, maybe a little longer. But he's talking about the whole LGBT facade and how it is a threat to religious liberties and it's got to be checked. Wow. Yes. That's at Notre Dame University. Okay. Oh, he go, look, he went into it, brother there. He was talking mm-hmm. about uh, this whole abortion thing with the 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 these people wanting to kill babies and all this kind of stuff. And I said, man, is this Bill Barr? When you when you when you pull that speech up, family, you listen to it, you ain't gonna believe what you're hearing. Yeah, he did it October 11th. Yes, it's unbelievable, brother. I'm, you know what? I'm definitely going to look at this tonight before I go to bed, too. That lets you know All right, but that this whole mm-hmm. this whole pushback on the LGBT thing ain't, don't exist in no vacuum. And I told you, it's coming. Because these people are deranged. Some of the stuff that they're doing, and people are sticking up for these monsters, it's unbelievable. That's why, brother, well, Derek, I can't wait to have this form on uh, the new masculinity. And, and and I'm glad you said a couple couple of things before I uh, uh, mute my line. Now, I read that uh, I think I said to you that the, the the CTU proposal that they just made the deal on, and two key things that I saw in there was, was stood out to me was one. The provisions for the um, I didn't forgot the name of them. 
the uh, the immigration the immigration kids immigration people the sanctuary city yeah. uh, protection yeah. that was in there and them changing the bathrooms um, yeah. in the schools now I thought they already did that but apparently they haven't but you know taking the men and women titles off the bathroom and making them gender neutral but now going back to the um, feminization piece I read that art the GQ article last night in depth. Um, the Pharrell interview, man, it was it was interesting, and I recommend a lot of family members read that because, like I said, I'm gonna try. Let please keep me updated on that date for that form because I'll take off work and go, you know, go attend it. But I read the article in depth, and from what I read, from what I saw, basically, he's um, promoting this whole feminist LGBTQ thing. As a matter of fact. Um, he added two more letters to the LGBTQ concept. It was another A or I or something like that, but he extended the whole premise of it. And he was talking about how it was cool now to wear women's clothes because if you look through the spread, the whole point, he had pictures of him wearing different types of clothes and whatever, and a lot of them are women's clothes. And it was crazy because, like, the shirts and the pants and stuff they was wearing – was no less than maybe five, six, seven, three to four thousand dollars, and I was like, "Wow!" Well, but all that's the thing. Uh huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and I was just, I was just gonna say. Now, ironically, this article comes out right around the time Kanye drops this, uh, this Jesus album, and then, like as yep. I said, going back and reading the article, he's talking about God and everything. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm starting to see a pattern here. Him. Um, Pusha T's brother, you know, he stopped rapping because he, he quote-unquote found God. And then with Common's music, especially, he dropped a new album a couple months ago. I was like, he's talking about God all through that album. I said, this is not a coincidence. I think that what what's happening, my brother, and you're right on it, Brother Derek, is they've been aware of the whole satanic thing because they've been writing, they've been exposed to it right in the middle of it through Rockefeller. Rockefeller, y'all. Because that's both right, of their JD. entrees into the big time. All right? In the meantime, he's still behind the scenes cutting deals. Rockefeller, y'all. All right? <laughs> Him and that right. hooker he married to. So they they in too deep to try to get out. They in way too deep. And I'm going to tell you, that whole thing with Pharrell, and I don't know if he's a homosexual or what. I I don't know nothing about him, okay? But for him to come out here and advocate that stuff tells me he's been taking it in the ass uh, for a while now, okay? Right. And it's squarely aimed at black men. That's who it's aimed at because they've been trashing white men for a long time. You rarely hear them, if ever, say anything about black men when uh, our virility is well known in this country. All right? Uh, So this is aimed at us. And it's interesting you said that because he mentioned the fact that um, this always has been like a white male dominated the society 
but he's claiming now that, oh, because of his, the past music he's done, talking about degrading women and talking about drug dealers, because a lot of the people he worked with, he worked with Jay-Z, um, Slim Doug, Doug, and a lot of other people, uh, the Clips, and now all of a sudden now he's having another quote-unquote coming to Jesus moment, and he said he was talking about he started crying. I think he talked about the song he did with uh, he did for Robin Thicke, Blur Lines, because I know he got sued behind that. And I'm like, this this is some bullshit, you know. He, um, I mean, as far as producing, now he's been out. You know, he's 46 years old. He's been been doing music now for the past 20 plus years. Now all of a sudden, now he done flipped the script. Now I, I'm not going for it. But like you said, now he's he's basically a turncoat for this whole LGBTQZXYZ thing. And like I said, now the aim is towards um, taking the black men out. And then he was also advocating in the article that women should be running everything. But like I said, don't believe me. Go back and read the article. It's kind of long, but. It, is is worth reading. It'll put a lot of things in context, especially when the, when it's time to have that forum come up. Well, I haven't read the article, but I've had it bookmarked for some time, and uh, mm-hmm. I've also got bookmarks responses to that article from other publications that are revealing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just scan those, so I'm not at liberty to really talk about them. But it didn't. It don't exist out there by itself. Okay. Right. Uh, there is pushback on it, and I personally, you know, again, I don't know nothing about the guy, but he got to be a gump. He got to be, because no self-respecting black man. Uh, and it's funny because Chappelle, remember, that's part of the reason why he walked away, because he wasn't putting on no dress. Right. And, that, and and like I said, I don't expect him to do it to this point. I'd be shocked if he did, but I don't I don't think he is. But like I said, and then all his stuff they had put on YouTube, whatever, they didn't took a lot of it off. Especially like you said, that main the main show he did when he talked about uh, Jesse Smollett and everything. It's kind of hard to find. Oh, it still now. comes up on my computer, man. I watched it online. Mm-hmm. I watched they they put it on in episodes in different episodes, but I watched every episode that he did. And Sticks and Stones right. online. And on YouTube, as a matter of fact. Right. Right, right. after That's where I first started from. Right. And I've seen it's it just exactly. the other day. They're still up there, at least on my computer. I still, I can still put them down. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but that's 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 all what I had. But like I said, uh, like I said, thanks for taking my call, and I'm gonna try to tune in, uh, tune in tomorrow. All right, brother there. Hotel. Hotel. Bear? Oh, Bear? I got my mute on. Okay, I'm here. I had to mute on. Four four three six two nine. Hello, Miss Beverly D and Robert X. How y'all doing? Hotel great, great. Hey, uh, that guy that you were talking about, Carl Nelson. Um, yeah, I'm from, you know, I'm from the Baltimore area, so I, I used to listen to him a lot. But I also mm-hmm. listen to him because he's from. Also, he used to have a. Uh, he used to uh, host a, a, a show called Front Page in uh, L.A. Uh, it's on uh, Stevie Wonder's station, 
So he's been doing mm-hmm. a lot of uh, interviews with a lot of people, uh, um, everybody that 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 that's in the conscious community almost uh, was yeah. on his show. And you're right, a regular mm-hmm. guest on his show was uh, um, uh, Dick Gregory. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, you can imagine yeah, but- my surprise when he called me here at like a, a nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think last Wednesday after we had just got through dealing with uh, the metaphysics of the Joker. Yeah, I, I tell you what, if you want to know anything about Baltimore, there's one guy you can call on. That's a dude named Darren Muhammad. His show, he has a show uh, called uh, State of the City. It's uh, a show mm-hmm. that originates out of Glen Burnie, Baltimore, and the stuff that mm-hmm. he speak, he be getting, he be talking about. Man, he's 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 another person that's truth to power, really dedicated, a dedicated brother. Yeah. Because he's yeah. the kind of dude that he used to do, one of the dudes that Dick Gregory go to a lot. He mm-hmm. on his show a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, uh, shoot, Darren Muhammad is a bad dude. Well, I just hope that, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I was very respectful to the brother. Uh, I had never talked with him before. Like I said, I was just waking up, so. I was kind of shocked, you know, uh, for him to be calling me. And, you know, again, if the family wants me to go on the show, uh, I just hope he's prepared. I don't know what anybody else do. All I know is what I do. And what I do don't appear to be, yeah. You know what? Uh, um, um, Miss Beverly D will be shocked to find out. How many people really listen to her show? I think it's a whole No, I would I am not shocked. I know I I got an idea. We even had the politicians, Washington and them listen to the show. A lot of generals used to listen. I know who listens. I don't know well, who think, everybody, think, but it's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah because and people, I, when you so go ahead. As many times as as long as I've been doing this program, I've never asked Bev how many or who. You know what I'm saying? How about Bev? Yeah. No, because I I used to get people used to uh, used to to ask me, and, and some of them were military people. Uh, could I get him to speak? I had people from certain colleges wanted Doctor X to come speak, but you know I, he he won't do it. Well, you know what? What I suggest people to do, because this is what I I've been doing. I've been downloading all your shows. That you have Robert X and other people I don't want to hear. I've been downloading all of them yeah. just in case they want to. Yeah. They want to erase me off them off the planet, whatever. At least right. I, I got, I right. got stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I got share a library with other here. Some very, some we got a real valuable library that goes back ten yeah. years. Yeah, and, 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 well, Miss 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 Beverly, hopefully you have. Uh, uh, you could you could transfer all your stuff on DVDs and and put it out there too, you know. I used to do that. Yeah, I used to do that, but it, it, you know, I'd have to cut stuff up, and because that the shows were so long, I couldn't get them on one CD. I'd have to put them on two CDs, so you can only get a certain amount of information on them CDs unless you compact them. That requires more time. So, you know, I, I just man, it just takes so much, and I could only do it. I couldn't do it on my. Laptop, I could only do it on my desktop because it has certain applications that allow for me to do it uh, yeah. that don't allow me to do it on my desktop. I mean, on my laptop. Right. Well, you know, they they, they design they design uh, emails to only accept 
far as a, a video or, or, or anything, 25 megabytes. And they did that for mm-hmm. me, so you can't so you can't transfer stuff real quick. Mm-hmm. Like 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 a whole show, an hour show, or something like that. They could if they right. want to, but they, nah, uh-uh, they don't want to do that. So maybe we can get well, one definitely. of these tech guys. Well, I got people, Bev. You'd be well, you wouldn't be surprised, but I believe no. me. If people that I've known for a long time, right, right here in Chicago. I have to like it's like pulling teeth to get them to go and listen to the program. I sometimes I beg people just go and listen to, just start in 2016, okay, start in that year, all right, and start at the beginning of the year, and just listen to it at your leisure. Whenever you got some spare time and ain't nothing on, just go back and listen. Look, I tuned in a little early yesterday because I didn't know it at the time went back right. So I tuned in to Sean Anthony at like a quarter after one and thinking that it's a quarter after two. And he had one of the old programs with me and him. I'm sitting up there telling him about what's going on with Epstein and some other stuff. And I, you know, I don't get a chance to listen to myself very often, but man, that was, that was off the chain. And I was just a caller. I was just a caller, but you would have thought I was a guest because whenever I call in Sean's program, it always turns into me being a guest on this program. But yeah. that was really, really informative for a phone call. Yeah. Go ahead, my brother. I, I'm sorry. Because I, I tell you this, because uh, I, I, I tune in every Saturday to Darren Muhammad's uh, State of the City show coming out of mm-hmm. Baltimore. And uh, – he gave a good perspective on coming, a good one. I'm telling okay. you, he's bad. I, I, I just wish y'all could get him on uh, Beverly B. You know, I w- oh, I wish he was mm-hmm. coming. Or I don't, I don't know if he even know about it. I don't know. Well, maybe What's we can make it happen. I seem like I want. Yeah, you there? Make it happen. Huh? You you? I'm not in Baltimore. I'm not oh, in you're Baltimore. Not in Baltimore? No, I'm in Dallas. Oh, no, okay. I'm in Dallas. I'm from Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore. Okay. Uh, what you say? Well, maybe we can get Derek. Uh, Darren Muhammad. Uh, he uh, his show is called State of the City. It's uh, it's on um it's the, the it's I think it's WFBR fifteen ninety out of Glen Burnie. That's the uh, station. Always fifteen ninety. But Always on, on the low end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, and Go they ahead, got him there for re- and, and and guess what, uh, um, uh, Robert? They mess with yes, his, his. They mess with his station a lot. They 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 mess with they you know they get static all kinds of stuff on his station. That's, that's right. Proof that he, that's that's proof <laughs> that he's telling the truth. And, and he's the that's one that right. I got that. He's the one I got that phrase. Uh, Teflon leprechaun. Yeah. Old Mally. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he he talks he, he talks just like a like an old uh, a D, like a DJ back in the day. He has the same yeah. kind of smoothness. Well, I know if he's a member of the nation, he ain't holding back. Oh no, he don't. He don't. That that man got some courage, man. And and but also he's dedicated, just like you, just like you. Well, it's good to be in good company, man. It ain't it ain't it ain't hey, easy. Hey. I tell you. Hey, guess what his theme song is to the opening of his show? What? 
Michael Jackson, let me show you, let me show you the way. <laughs> okay. Let me show you the way to go, huh? Yep. I'm I'm definitely well, I'm gonna with open that. Up, I'm gonna open up another line so we can do the round table here. Um three four seven eight oh five. Three four seven. Peace, good evening. Good most, evening. They got him on okay. he got him on the run, man. What's going on, Doctor X? How you doing? Oh, excellent, man. How about you? I'm all right, man. How you doing, Sister Beth? Good, great. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. You said Tyrone Biggums, man. I don't know. You should call him Rob Ford, man. Rob Ford, man. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, who? Rob Ford. Rob no, who Ford, is that? He's the Toronto mayor, man. Smoking crack up there, man. The white boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, he's worse than him. Because, you know, he went and rented a car and left the crack pipe and crack and everything in the car and went turned it back in. Police badge that didn't belong to him and all kind of stuff, man. The guys, you know, then they put him on ABC News and having to brush his teeth and he's smiling and sitting up there like he ain't got a care in the world. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw they cleaned him up, like you said, man. They cleaned him up, had him looking spiffy, you know, took him shopping, you know. They didn't bring Glenn Rice with them, no. I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's unbelievable, brother. Go ahead, Tutmo. She didn't bring her knee pads with her. Absolutely. You know? Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, Jimmy Carter, man. You heard of Jimmy Carter's entering the race, man. 2020. What? Jimmy Carter. Yeah, man, the peanut man. He's gonna he gonna win this time, man. I'm just joking with you. I think he about. I know you gotta be. <laughs> right. He about to win that fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he looking pretty bad, man. I don't think he gonna make it. But I think they gonna yeah. They're gonna say um he gonna write something that says Trump can't come to his um funeral. Or something like that, you know, like um, McCain did probably. Um, I, I hope I hope he stays around until them first indictments drop. Because when them first oh, indictments oh. drop, Tudmo, it's done. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just imagine. Just imagine. Can you see Bill Barr? Saying that the whistleblower Eric Cheramella or CIA Ramella just mm-hmm. happens to be a major figure in Russian and Trump Russia. Can you imagine that? Oh, I could imagine it, and I could imagine the, the media looking the other way the whole time, not mentioning it one time because they got to position their narrative, man. Um, yeah, I mean. 
I'll tell you this though, man. I can't even name a black person. Well, I can't. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. But say that again. I was gonna say I can't name a black person, but I shouldn't say that because I can name a few. But I can't name another white person that has been treated by the media the way that Donald Trump has. You understand? Like, it's just uh, amazing how no one's seeing it. You know, um, our people, you know, the, the regular people that you bump into. But um, to what y'all was saying, man, these rappers, right? They're making mm-hmm. them the new They're making them the new preachers. You know, Christianity is losing its youth. You know, it's just yep. a bunch of old people at church. Now, um, they, the first one they did this with was Mace. Put Mace in the church yep. and had a huge congregation. And I, I think they said, wait a minute now. You know, he's bringing the young people back. And now uh, when you see um, Kanye, he was doing these Sunday services up in Calabasas. And he was, um, you know, orchestrating the music, looking like... um. Kurt Franklin, and, and you know what I'm saying, just, you know, right. orchestrating the choir. And y'all know what they say about the choir directors, so I ain't going to say too yep. much more than that. But, um, <laughs> well, he did wear a dress. He's one of the first to put on a dress. Oh, yeah. Well, he put on a kilt, though. You know, that day, um, he had on a kilt, him and Snoop. They they were showing that they, they, their Mason um, thing, that's a Mason thing. He had one to right, kill. Yeah, they could say what they want, man. That was an allegiance to LGBT. Oh yeah, I, mean, I think he straight up. Um, well, don't forget, man. He left the the light skinned chick with the um blonde Caesar, um Rose Am- Amber Rose. But he left her. He paid her like three million dollars. That uh, she can't say nothing about what happened in their bedroom. You know, so I don't know what. Wow. You know, she probably he probably had to strap it on, you know what I'm saying? Um, wow. You, know, so you never know it, um, but he, I, I can't imagine leaving a chick and paying her $3 million, not for alimony or child support or something, because I don't want you to talk about what we did in the bed. Like, come on, right. man. What you, you know, and, and she's, she, she's um, held true to, um, you know, that as far as I know. But um, when Trump revoked um, Susan Rice's um, um, security clearance, and I um, think that. that mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were asking me. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say that same day, he revoked John Brennan, James Clapper, um, Comey, Michael Hayden, I believe Sally Yates. Peter Zork and Lisa Page. I mean, he dropped the bomb on them in one day. He he un, he unleashed a, a whole bunch of them. And uh, right. first thing is, I think it's because he knew those was the people plotting on one. But uh, also, right. uh, that that messed her up because you know when you when you had that high profile position like in charge of the um, UN, like she was, and once again she was the person in charge of the UN and there you go back to that Atlantic Council. But um right. you have someone that high profile attached to the UN, um, usually when they finish their term they keep their security clear um clearance and they go to work for corporations and giving them all the inside information. You know, That's like right. big time money, millions of dollars, um, corporations are paid 
for them to know, have the security, you know, because they get brief on what's going on. So, That's um, right. you know, they were, they was trying to play that whole thing like it was racist when it all happened. That's all right. He was just being racist against her because she's black and, you know what I'm saying? And I think I probably might mm-hmm. have said, man, that's messed up. He did that to that sister. You know what I'm saying? But looking at it now, it's like, wow, you know, she was plotting in a coup. You know, like he that's... probably said, I can't have you with any information. Now, he left um, one person with security clearance who I'm shocked, and that's Obama. And I'm surprised he didn't pull his security clearance. I think he probably would have got a lot of backlash, you know, definitely. But you know what, Todd Most? He issued those orders, but they were never carried out. They still have their security clearances. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, I think they're going to keep them until them indictments come down. Because, see, that's going to create the pretext for him to snatch them from a lot of them. And I, I told you, I know it may have looked crazy before, but I told everybody in his second administration, watch the CIA, because it's probably going to be gone. Watch now, just watch. Yeah, well, I, I can't say the world wouldn't be a better place if it was. It would have to be, man. Because you know what? A lot of them intelligence agencies, they're just layers on top of layers of the same thing because the FBI used to be a domestic. But uh, when Clinton came in office, he expanded it. So every time you turn around, the FBI is running around the world trying to give other people advice on how to deal with their problems. So they became an international intelligence organization, which basically violated their charter. But these people don't care because they ain't into no law. All right? And they've been that way, and that pissed off the F- the CIA. So they were, in, in fact, in competition with each other. That's why they said on 9-11, all the intelligence agencies were not coordinating together, and they should have been, so they create the DNI. That's why that was created. To coordinate all the intelligence communities. But what you got instead of coordination was Clapper and Brennan. That's all you need to know. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. They had the they were like one one agency had the information and if the other agency would have just had that information, they could have put two and two together, you know, but we all know that that was all fake only baloney. Of you know, course. They had to make it look good. They got it. That's right. Good, oh, that was all I had to say, Barry. Well, you could go back to the round table. I'll mute myself if I okay. had something I'll add it. But um yeah, that was it, brother. Thanks for a great show, Doctor X. And um do Excellent you think comments. That, do you think that go they're ahead. gonna um they're going to have an impeachment trial at all? Uh- I think a lot no I no no I don't see I don't see a trial. I see and that's what I'm waiting for that first them first indictment and it's got to happen before the beginning of the year cuz they the way they're talking they're scheduling the thing to go to the Senate by January and for the impeachment to be done by December. Okay? 
But I expect that indictment, them indictments going to just blow everything out the water because they have to come up with the various counts. And the counts are going to basically just throw cold water on the whole thing. All right, Tugmos. I'm going to go to the other line. Let's see who we got here. Eight. Four three six ten. Greetings, Eight, four, greetings, three. greetings. Greetings. Hotel family. Hotel. What's no, up, sir, Doc? You're here. What's up, Empress Bev? You. Hotel, brother Eddie. What's going on with you, Hotel? Oh man. Yeah. When uh, he was trying to find those papers, I was fighting against myself to press one. Because uh, I'm kind of distraught about some things as, as far as how selfish some of us are, you know, in our families and community. And, yeah. Uh, we, we can get so much more if we work together. It don't even have to be unity, just like if we studied other nationalities. Some of those Afghanis yep. can't, can't stand each other, but they always make sure that they do business with each other first. Yeah, know? that's right. But um, I'm glad you found those papers because as soon as I was getting ready to press one, I guess Spurs said, no, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. So Rob found those papers <laughs> right on. <laughs> but that just goes to show you, Brother Eddie, how deep these people will go to get this, to get Orange Man. Obama is directly implicated. This is yeah. coming from the Italian intelligence community. Mm, mm, mm. That's some mind-blowing stuff. And we already know that that was talked about right after Trump got into office. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting. It really is. And uh, just like what you were speaking to, it it goes back to, and um, that's another thing I was going to ask about. What is it, the the Satanists against the Luciferians? Yes. Or something like that? The the devil? Yeah. How does that thing? Yeah. Yeah. it makes me wonder, because just like what Russia's doing now, Russia's funneling money into Africa. Mm-hmm. And, and China. Yes. And, you know, the Americas is basically um, uh, almost depleted, I guess, because, you know, there's not enough of us that's waking up, even though it's happening, it's a beautiful thing, and it'll be vainglorious when it happens. But as far as right now, you know, um, just like how you got the gold. If you had a gold mine in your backyard and you was pulling gold out the ground, federal, the, the government says that it's basically theirs. Even the Vatican says it's there. The Vatican says it owns basically the earth from in the earth that, to the heavens. But, that's um, right. And for Russia to be doing that, if they join forces, you meaning uh, all the African countries join forces with Russia, Europe... And the corporation in the United States is going to be in a bad state. You know, I just brother, don't brother Eddie, mm-hmm. uh, the major, I'm talking about the Pentagon. I have documents from years ago, maybe eight, nine years ago, where the Pentagon is stated point blank. They will not allow Russia or China to control the resources in Africa. 
This is the top of the top brass in the Pentagon that they will stop at nothing. In other words, Africans are never going to be able to control Africa according to the military command in this country. And that's why they got so many bases in Ghana right now? Uh, they just announced, uh, I forget, uh, yeah, a drone base in, uh, I forget exactly what country, Ghana, Niger. I can't, I forget the country because I, I just saw it in passing that they established a major drone base. Oh, yeah. Remember now, they had plans to set up the African Union to mimic the European Union and the North American Union, as well as that Asian sector that they didn't give a name to, to my knowledge. But these were the various unions. All right? So the game plan was to make Africa, uh, to recolonize Africa under the guise of freedom run by what, in effect, is the NAACP. Can you imagine the NAACP running Africa? I would like to see the NAACP's internal books because they've had so many, you know, so-called warriors in that seat. But what have they done? <laughs> it is a government-run... What have you done for me lately? <laughs> it's a government-run organization that has absolutely no intention on doing anything for black people. They ain't done it in a hundred years. And where they have stepped in, they step into safe water where they know no sharks uh, tread. All right. Which means they always going to stay close to the shoreline. Whatever the government push, they push. It's like Al Sharpton. Just take Al Sharpton as the NAACP. Mm-hmm. That ought to scare any black person there. <laughs> That's right. Get your energy all up above your head, and then they'll do nothing. All right, everybody go home. You know, get something yep. to go to sleep. And that's about that's it. it. It's, like a, it's like a Sunday sermon, going back there, you know, all of these uh, rappers uh, going into so-called ministry, 501c3, contracting with the beast. It's, it's all interesting to me, brother Eddie. I, I'm just sitting back taking it all in. <laughs> Everywhere you look, you see you see some manure. It, it is interesting, but just like what you're saying now, I'm wondering what kind of agenda that secret society from Europe has. Because if they're trying to uh, do whatever they can to get Trump out of office before embarking on uh, 2020, and if they're successful. Just like what you're saying, martial law, whatever the case may be, maybe that mm-hmm. might be their agenda. But if not, I, I think there's really something there that um, maybe needs to be looked at because it, it has to be something about next year. You know, if they're trying to jump on now before this year is out. Mm-hmm. I tell you what interests me because we've established and we'll continue to establish that it's NATO that's behind this whole thing. In NATO, there are few organizations on this planet that's got as much juice as NATO. They run the European Union, okay? 
who in the hell is providing Trump security? Because that ain't never been said. I thought it was Blackwater, the guy that that ran Blackwater. So. Blackwater ain't got that. They ain't got enough juice. Okay. No way. Right. There's something that higher than that. Okay. And, and not only that, Blackwater is Cheney. And Cheney is part of the oligarchy of England, you know. Yes. Like the Bushes. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. You got to remember. So Blackwater may be on. When the luge happened in Louisiana, when the luge happened in Louisiana, and people started going down there to help the people who were still locked in their houses, Cheney put dark water, I mean black water, on the entrance to that uh, particular, the ninth ward. Anybody that mm-hmm. tried to get in there, if you didn't turn around, they would kill you. Yes. Well, I can That's tell you. Mm-hmm. Blackwater got juiced. They directly connected to the intelligence community, and they got a lot of guys that work for them because they pay them good money. Oh yeah. But they ain't got the they ain't got the juice necessary to make sure that Trump is still walking around here breathing. He got something above them. Now I'm not saying yeah. that they ain't a part of security. I think that they are. But remember, the only thing that we got was that Trump is secured by the same people who are guarding Putin. I don't know if y'all remember that. Right. But I ain't forgot it, but they never identified who they were. Hmm. That's interesting. Let me, uh, you know, it, yeah. let me open, one more, let I just want to say this one more thing. Line. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Now, I wonder if that goes back to the Druids and the, and the Rosicrucians or whatever, because um, I was thinking about that earlier. Um, what's the name of that picture Danzel did? And he's working in Walmart. And uh, he used to go to this restaurant on his way home from work. And uh, there was Equalizer. a Russian girl in there. Yeah. 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 Man, when, when, uh, Straight when the cover. When the fixer came to town and he was sitting in that um, office chair in in his um, in the mansion, and he leaned back. See, we really need to get back to looking at symbols and sigils because that's the way our ancestors used to talk. Going back to Kemet, mm-hmm. even here at Turtle Island, it was symbology. You know, mm-hmm. but some of those symbols that was tattooed on that man's body, five-pointed star, the skull with the chain, all the way back to piracy, man. So I think they got some serious juju over there. I agree. That's You're talking Putin, right? Yeah, Russia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. And and I <laughs> think and I think I think Trump got some serious juju too. He got to. And got remember to. now, Putin ran the KGB. Right. Exactly. And that's another thing, and I'm going to shut up after this, Bev. I got some duct tape in my right hand. I'm going to put it on in a minute. <laughs> I mean, no... you could just put yourself on mute. You don't, you don't have to go nowhere. You can always come okay. back in. I don't think nobody knows how old Pharrell and Putin are. Both of them are older than people think they are. I don't know what the hell what they got. I don't know if they got Michael Jackson hyperbaric chamber or something, but both of those dudes are very old. Though nobody knows how old Pharrell is. But Putin is the same way. Just like you said, he's been around for a long damn time for somebody who looks so good. I don't know if it's the height or the haircut, but them some old jacks, man. 
let me ask you, is Pharrell a homosexual? Because I'm happy. I don't know him. I don't know of him. You remember the song? Oh, thank you. No. They played that song everywhere. Hell yeah. Most of the people that was dancing (laughs) in that song, if they weren't women, they they were men that looked like women. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. Y'all, y'all got me on that. I'm gonna pull it up though. Yeah. I just looked him yeah. up again. It said he's 46, just like it said in the article. Yeah. Yeah. And and Obama got a birth certificate, so you know, you, you, just like you're saying, uh, <laughs> the the internet is a true. Fake one. <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah. You know how many people you know got driver's license that he never took the test that you know. Yeah. Right. I I'm going to ask somebody else in. I'm going to ask someone else. There you else. go, Beth. 304-904-906. Love and appreciate that. 304-906. They need okay. to turn their computer off. Ooh, wee. Oh, your computer? You got to yeah, turn your computer that? off. I don't know. Probably some mind control. <laughs> okay. Okay. 404-453. Four oh four, four five. Hey, that's some good. That was, hey, give me a Yes, yes. Hotel West. Yeah. Hey, that was some good doggone uh, music right there. That 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 line there you had just opened up. That was some uh, out of limit shit there. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, brother West. Hey, 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 my man. I want to get back to your last week show. Cause last Tuesday, man, I couldn't hear y'all at all. And you was talking about that PSYOP thing with uh, Trump and this old Baghdadi dude from ISIS. They claimed that was that some old Baghdadi. Remember that? Last week I passed yeah. through Mura. So I, I wanted to hear you expound more on this fake ISIS Baghdadi thing made up character. You was touching on that last week. Remember that? Yeah, well, there was a New York Times article that came out around 2009 or 2000, I forget exactly the date. You see, it was a long time ago, and it basically talked about a fictitious character who was going to be the the, uh, caliphate uh, named uh, al-Baghdadi, the exact same name as this guy. Now, at the time, this guy was being held in Iraq in prison, okay? But they come up with this whole scenario about this guy that would basically mobilize everybody and he would become the caliphate. That's the New York Times, not me. But it was a fictitious story, allegedly, that came absolutely true. Now, here's the deal. There's a reason that most of the media came out in sympathy for this guy. They came out in sympathy because ISIS was being run by the United States and others. It was their people. So they didn't want him dead. That's right. They didn't want him dead. So they pretty much held a memorial for him. Uh, A requiem, if you will. For al-Baghdadi. And of course, they were being led by the Washington Post which is the CIA, because that's who they were all working for. Right. And see, uh, uh, the quote my man Derek, that's interesting when they talk about he was buried at sea. 
like so-called Bin yep. Laden. Yeah. So they were running the psyop shit that Obama ran with Bin Laden. When he said they had to the kill off Bin Laden. They had to kill off Bin Laden to introduce ISIS. So when they when they killed off Bin Laden, that didn't happen. Um, they had to they had to um, uh, remove uh, what was the organization called uh, Al Qaeda. All of a sudden, Al Qaeda just disappeared, and now you got ISIS. That's why they had a death. For, for Al-Qaeda. Yeah, Go before, ahead. Before then, with the Taliban, tell a lie, Taliban. It's all the well, bullshit they ain't running on here, man. That's no, Wes. Like I said, yes, all. Before that, it was the Mujahideen. The Taliban right. was legitimate. The Taliban were the religious-oriented Muslims in Afghanistan and the surrounding areas, Pakistan, etc. Them were the ones that they were trying to kill. They created ISIS and uh, uh, Al-Qaeda. Keep in mind now, Al-Qaeda was at war with the Taliban. Allegedly, yeah. Because the the Al-Qaeda was created by Zbigniew Brzezinski. All right. There you go. That's, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. And they, 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 that's right. From the Mujahideen, right, to Al Qaeda. Uh, uh, what was what was Bin Laden's name? Tim, Tim something. I've seen pictures of this guy with his hair cut and no beard. Right when he was uh, yeah. with the CIA, Tim Osman. Yeah, idiot. That's right. So as long as he was undercover, he was Tim Osmond. When they began to use him, he became Osama bin Laden. And don't forget the the um uh, the white boy. I'm the white boy. The the um uh, Saudi Arabian who worked for the Washington Post. They got you know put in the meat grinder. He was best friends Khashoggi. He was best friends with Osama bin Laden. Yeah, man. It's all some BS, man. It's all some made up characters, man. And now here comes Trump. Trump is putting all of that to rest. He basically putting a death nail in it. And these were their armies that they used in the so-called Middle East to foment violence and overthrowing people's governments. That's right. You're right, brother. You 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 putting all the cars in, 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 in uh, all, you, you you connect all the dots, man. But uh, uh uh yeah yeah y'all right, man. Really, the first damn rap group that went to this religion thing was Reverend Run DMC. Remember that Reverend Run? Yep. That? Yes, sir. Uh, and he got yep. And you got and, 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 oh yeah, they're right with my man Darren Muhammad, man. He got a show on on Wednesday, on Wednesday night called mm-hmm. that little Bell I told you about Radio on Fire, Radio on Fire. You remember that, Miss Bell, yeah. when I told you about that Radio on Fire? 
<clears throat> right. Yeah. Well, anyway, my man, my man Darren, he's sharp, but he gets locked in on Baltimore too much, man. He knows some stuff like you, but he gets stuck in on Baltimore, and I have to tell, tell him, stay national, man. When you do national, he right on the money. But that Baltimore, yep. he gets locked in on Baltimore too much, man, but he right on the money, man. But, uh, yeah, if you get on Carl Nelson and start talking about Trump and the time machine in that book, Little Baron Trump, you bust everybody yeah. in the head with that one, man. That, that, uh, that, and that's a, Brother West, I ain't looking to do that. No. You know I what I'm you. saying? I hear you, man. They, if they want to know, they can go to Truth it. to Power Archives. <laughs> yeah, I I agree, man. <laughs> right with I'm me like, and Bev yeah, and the family. Yes, sir. And what, what's that show you talking about on Sunday, Sean Anthony? What is that? What time is on? Uh, it's it, in my time here in Chicago. Comes on at two p.m. from two to four. And how you get on that? It's on GCN. Um, hip hop motivation. I, I'm trying to think of the name. Derek knows. But but uh, uh something else I wanted to uh, discuss with you, man, that I'll uh, get you on the line. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, uh, the state of Florida, they, they, uh, uh, they told Sheriff Israel to get the hell out of there in Florida, man. He tried to get his job. I heard. Sheriff Israel. I heard. Yeah, the state, is, they pulled his ass out until he get the hell on, man. That was beautiful out of Brown County. That's yes, true. sir. But uh, yeah, but this Trump, Let's this situation, throw, throw yeah, wisdom. He, I got, it. I got the name oh, of Sean oh, Anthony's yeah. program. Flow of wisdom. Wisdom, and that's on Blog Talk. No, it's on uh, GCN Genesis Communications Network. Okay. Yeah, uh, I see. Uh, he, he he comes and listens to you on on here. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, he does. I, yeah, I be listening yeah, to his program. Yeah, I see him in the chat room sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, Sean and Sean. You know. Okay, floor wizards on on, on on GCN Sunday. Yeah, speaking of the yeah. symbols, man, if you watch them guys that doing them snowboards and boogie boards there, when they when mm-hmm. uh, when they had them boards flying in the air, they got all kind of symbols drawn on the bottom of their boards, man. Just watch all them snowboarding stuff, man. People that be snowboarding and skateboarding, mm-hmm. just watch. Look at the bottom of their boards, man. They got all our symbols on the bottom of their boards, man. When they flying in the air, just look at the look at the bottom of their boards, man. Oh yeah, another thing is, you know that chicken coming back from uh, Pope Yes, right? You know what Pope Yes is, right? No. Pope Yes. Okay, look at the word. That's Popeyes, y'all. That chicken, that pig, that's run by the Pope. Pope, yes. It ain't no damn Popeyes. Oh, hell yes. no. <laughs> Black yeah, people, something else, bro. Pope, That's Pope, right? And then you got Y-E-S. Ain't no damn Popeyes. Pope, yes, man. Somebody hey, sent me. That's, that's Jesus chicken. <laughs> somebody <laughs> sent me a link. Somebody sent me a link. Somebody sent me a link, and it's talking about 
the chicken chicken sandwich wars are getting ready to start up again or something like that. Man, yeah, I ain't finna are. spend thirty seconds on no damn chicken sandwich. I'm scared to eat yeah. it. Okay. I, I saw mine today. Yeah, it's, I it's insane. Can I ask a question? I'm just yeah. asking yes, one sir. question. I'm going to shut up again, I promise. Because y'all, y'all just hitting so many different keys in me. So I ain't got no hair on my damn head now. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I ain't got none either. <laughs> I remember in the 90s, they had those Middle Eastern or Arabs or whoever it was, what, that Kennedy's chicken and all of that in the hood. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people that used to be thugs that turned kind of sweet. Chicken got a lot of hormones in it, which causes the estrogen uh, issue in women and men. So do you think right. there's a possibility that that's one piece of that puzzle with this Chi-Chi board, well, you know, the alphabet city? We we can't discount yep. nothing in, in uh, 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 2019, Brother Eddie. Everything should be open for looking into. Nothing should be discounted. We'd be foolish to make pronouncements without looking into it to see if it's a part of the reality or not, because these people will uh, resort to almost anything to push their agenda, anything. Now, are are they lining up in the... In the suburbs, like they are in the city, or is this a city thing? No, it's the suburbs too. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they got Popeyes. They got Popeyes and chicken joints everywhere. And just like what he said, if it's gonna be a chicken war, every restaurant with a red banner is gonna be in there. Bird, all of them. He's giving them no props, but all of them are gonna be in there. Everybody got a chicken sandwich I, as it is. I'm gonna say this again. Mm. I can't imagine. Black people lining up for some chicken when every right. other restaurant in the hood, I don't care where you go, every other yeah, restaurant chicken. is still going to sell you some chicken. And the gas station. <laughs> oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Let me, let me uh, open this line up, y'all. Let me see who this is. Uh, 630918. Six three zero. Six three zero. Do you have your mute on? Okay. Well, there you okay, are. What about? Did I hear? What about? No. Four four three okay, eight ahead. one three. Four four three eight one three. Hotel family. Hotel family. Hey, just a quick question. You thinking they holding off on the IG report until until after the uh, the the trial? They trying to produce. Is that the reason why they holding off on it? Trump holding off on it. It's got to be somebody in the deep state. That's it. Could be the intelligence community saying that we need to look over this to find out what we want redacted or whatever. Because remember, uh, they said they was going to release that report. With almost no redactions. Right, right, right. So, your a short answer? Yes. That's all I have, brother. 
Yeah, they play those kind of games. But I don't don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's going to stop the indictments from coming down because the, the attorney general has had access to the report for over a month. Well, look, look if how, not look longer. How they, look, how, look how they program people. I'm just talking about, uh, I'm just going to use my sense of uh, uh, time travel. You know, when something major comes out, a lot of people forgot about the Russell Trump thing. They forget about the Stormy Daniels because every time something comes up, they always bring some, something comes up, a shooting, something new or whatever. And if people don't understand, it takes the focus off of, uh, like how you said earlier, a lot of people can't remember a lot of things from just a couple of months ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because how much stuff they're putting out there. And I remember you said uh, the way they work is by the form of deception is how they're going to win. I think people just get focused on the wrong shit. So, yeah, talking about some fucking chicken is definitely going to take people off their rocker really what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And we all yes, know they sir. fuck without food. We all know that they fuck without food. And this is why you have to, you know, do your own thing, grow your own food. Order some seeds from all, you know, from a different country or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, to stay focused on what they're doing. And keep in mind that they only, Trump is only talking to that 10 square miles. And that's another thing yep. people got to But, you know, they got everybody thinking that it's worldwide. That's, I'm just leaving that that far. Okay. Well, I ain't finna talk about no chicken. I'm just being honest, man. I ain't, you know, and folk won't talk about the chicken. Y'all go ahead, but I guarantee you, if you got lines everywhere again, that's social media driven. I'm open and, up to uh, 205-900. Go ahead, uh, Dr. Rice. I'm the Dr. Uh, X. No, I was going to say this as well. Uh, entrees from uh, other talk shows with the ADOS and all that, uh, I have been encouraged to go on those programs. Let me say this point blank. It ain't going to happen. Okay? And I can give you a blow-by-blow account of conversations I've had with people that go there. Okay? And I'm saying... Uh, this is just my opinion, all right, that is subterfuge. And maybe one day we'll go into the whole African versus the diaspora of Africans, all right, nationalism as opposed to pan-Africanism, all right, to kind of put that thing to rest. Because the whole world is moving towards nationalism. And from my understanding, that's a dirty word to these people that are pushing this ADOS and Pan-Africanist thing, okay? And I'm not going to go into it extensively, but I can assure you I have no intention of going on those radio programs trying to do battle with any of them. They have a right to their opinion. I just happen to not share it based on what I know. That's it. Right, right. Uh, 205 900. Are you there? Yes, I am. Peace, Sister Beverly and Brother Robert X. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, loud and clear. Wonderful. Glad to have a female. 
And the the whole tax rate thing, but mm-hmm. uh, I think he just wanted to get out of New York because the political climate is as toxic as can be. Yeah. Okay. From the 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 courts to the governor to the mayor. Now I don't doubt for one moment that he has support there. All right. I can guarantee you he got support there. But I just think that to be in that kind of environment with what he's pushing, uh, I just think that he felt that Florida would be a better fit for him. And I'm going to tell you something. Expect New York to go through all kind of turmoil here in 2020 because of the mayor and the governor and the, the, uh, the jurisdiction in terms of the court system, okay, being one of the major headquarters. They're trying to investigate him on no end because it's purely political and he's aware of that. So I just think that he wants to remove himself from that whole thing. But here's the other thing. It was quietly revealed, or maybe not so quietly, depending on who was listening, that the mayor of New York and all of his sanctuary city bluster is quietly removing illegals from New York and sending them to other states in the union that are sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so y'all, so y'all, Chicago's going to give a lot more. Should a whole state of well, Illinois. It's, 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 a, it, it's a sanctuary state. But all of the sanctuary states have major problems. Um, yeah. I was just yeah. just saw an article about Chicago today that says Chicago is, is right on the verge of declaring bankruptcy. And that the whole agreement that was signed on with the, the teachers is going to facilitate the move to bankruptcy because the city can't afford it. Right, they was talking about they was talking about even going up on the property taxes again, uh, uh, initiating another income tax to pay for that that um that teachers package. Well, we told you what was going to happen. Then we tell you that that's what the deal was going to be. That's just a good excuse to make it happen. Why they teach the children right, exactly. how to have anal sex, and you know it's just see the it's up to the people, man. It's up to the people. Period. So the people going to accept this? Oh, say that again. Rain tax on y'all. Remember, I sent y'all the article about Chicago and Illinois going to charge y'all for rain. The rain tax. 
Well, you, the, Chicago wasn't the only place that they were proposing that. But the point is, they're going to come up with any and all means to take people's money. If Trump gives people a, a tax break, they're going to come and figure out a way to raise some tax or some fee somewhere on something to take your money. They have no other choice. They're committed. These people are committed to socialism, and that means taxing the hell out of people with money. And even the people that ain't got no money, they're going to tax you. I'm sorry, Queen, I'm sorry, Goddess, can you say it again? I know that's all I wanted to know was about Trump, and I'll just sit back and listen to the rest of the show. Thank you. Appreciate you, Goddess, and man, we needed that flavor. (laughs) Oh, who was the brother, who was the brother that was hooked up with with Puff Nim and, um, um, he went to, I think, what was it? Uh, uh, not New Orleans. Um, one of the southern states. He died, I think, earlier this year Craig or late Mack. last year. Craig, Craig Mack. Mack. He there's another one. Yeah, he, he died left the pop and went into the church. Yep. Yeah, he joined one of those. Cults. I forgot which one it was. He joined one of them cults. Yeah, that's what they called it. That one of the snake snake charming type, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they said they was protected by Jesus, so they could handle them snakes, and he, the snakes bit them; it wouldn't kill them. It's real talk, man. Hey Rob, I forgot to mention earlier when you came on the show when you were talking about the Nationals winning the World Series. I have just realized that. That's actually the Mar. They were actually the Montreal Expos. Remember, they left. They left Montreal some years ago, and came to DC, and they were, um, and basically changed the name of the team. You think there's any of medical, uh, any significance about that? Well, no, I hadn't really looked at it from that standpoint. But you're right. As a matter of fact, uh, they were. I go back to Frank Howard when they were the Washington Senators. Oh wow! Okay. Mm. So I remember yeah, baseball I used to be my sport, man, when I was a kid. As a matter of fact, everybody Frank loved Howard. baseball. Go ahead. Frank used to live in my neighborhood in Fort Lauderdale, man. Wow. That. Yeah, big white boy, man. Super big white boy. But, yeah, I go back to that even before uh, the senators left. I forget. I think they went to Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. I became the Seattle Pilots. Man, I'm I'm really aging myself. But anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. The Expos <laughs> will subsequently become the Washington Nationals. And I can go back and uh, name you some of the players that played with the Expos. Yeah, Andre Dawson, Gary Carter, I do remember them. Yeah, they were later, though. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that was more of my, I guess, my era. I remember watching them. Right, right. You remember Rusty Staub? Oh, no, I don't remember him. They called him Lagrange. I'm going to tell you why I'm naming it Rusty Staub, because he's a straight-up homosexual, like Joe Pepitone. Mm. 
You remember Joe Pepitone? Hey, but... No, man. Uh, no. Played for the Yankees and the Cubs. Anyway, uh, his nickname, Rusty Staub, was Lagrange Orange. Because he had orange hair. Orange man bad. Lagrange Orange. Damn. Orange man. <laughs> With a name like that, what was his nationality? Where was he from? I, I don't know, but uh, I, I like if he was like Pepitone, I know he probably hung out in Greenwich Village. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Alphabet City won all remember. game, right? Yep. If y'all remember, it was like two years ago. Um. Bad Boy with Puffy and them, they was going on tour for like the 25th anniversary and he had all the artists that was associated with him and uh, Craig Mack refused to go. He was like, man, I found God and I, I can't go on there and sing the, say the words that I was saying back then. So right after that, a few days later, he ended up dead. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a yep. lot of people, was, Puffy was behind that and all that stuff. Uh, but if you look at it, the um, the churches and the rappers, see, the, these rappers from the, the rappers from the generation before this one, like uh, um, Craig Mack and, you know, those rappers didn't get paid like these young boys is getting paid. So they, right. they're looking for a way to come back. And um, they see in this church thing as the, the new come up, you know, like, all right, I could get. I could get my just due. All I got to do is do this, you know, and, and I, I see that. Because remember DMX also, is, as yep. Doug and Gangster, he rapped. He always had a song where he was giving himself to Jesus and, you know, yep. all right. and crying and, you know what I'm saying? Now he's even talking about um, doing some church-type thing himself, you know. Um, so I'm just well, saying that that I see that as the new hustle. That's it right there, DMX. No, but but see, but see, DMX been on it for years, bro. Because um, when he realized what the industry was all about, that's the demonic stuff he was talking about, the demons around him, and that's why he kept talking about, you know, having that belief. But that brother, he invested a million dollars in a church in Harlem, and the Africans took that money. But uh, there's a sister out of Yonkers. I can't remember her name. But uh, he was really supporting her. And he feels that she's the main person that uh, so-called assisted him with the demons, you know, that he, that he was mm-hmm. speaking to was chasing him, you know. You know, trust me, I ain't well, about that knew, Jesus stuff either, but, you know, but I was just saying. He knew yeah, somebody was asking. Go ahead. Yeah, I sent y'all the article with DMX. They found him in his car. They all cracked out, man. Recently, DMX, ago, I sent y'all the DMX, that brother's and hip brother was getting high before he got in the music industry. Just like you said, he was they robbing they the They found him on the cracked out. Because I got hip-hop overlord. Okay, they, they consider everything that hip-hop overlord, man. That's what I. That's what I be uh, tuning in to listen to all that. I listen to all kind of genres. I listen to, to the articles or whatever. I don't listen to the music. But well, I have to be honest. Overlord. 
Yeah, I was never really into uh, uh, DMX. I, I was always aware of him, but, you know, when he started getting caught by the police every other day, it was almost like he had one of them signs on him, arrest me, okay? Uh, but well, they always seemed to find him. Go ahead. Yeah. That brother was dealing with some demons, and um, like the brother just said, before he was getting, before he had an album out, he was getting high, and uh, they said they used to just go and meet him up at the crack spot, passed out in the hallway, and, and you know, throw some water on him. Right. Let's get to the studio, and bring him to the wow. studio, and he'll he'll do a song or two, you know what I'm saying? And they put that, they shopped the songs, and it it, it, it hit. But then you got to think the brother dropped, he was the first person ever to drop two platinum albums in one year. And then at the end of the year, Def Jam gave him $60,000. And he went crazy. He was like, yo, where's my money? I got kids, I got bills. All this work I put in, all these tours, all these albums, and all I got was to show for it was $60,000. So um, that, Are you that messed serious? him up. 60 Gs, yeah, that was all they gave him after all his expenses. And, and who was who was he? Uh, who's who? Def no, I was going to say, and then rem- who was he signed under? Say, remember that Def Jam, but remember, hey, Thomas, wasn't Jay Z uh, the president of uh, at that time? Wasn't he the president of Def Jam nah. at one point when they, DMX was still there on the label? When they when DMX first came out, him and Jay Z was rivals because they was both on Def Jam. Right. Jay Z was with Rockefeller, he was with Rough Riders, and they had like the competition. Um, Jay Z didn't become the president until years later, like maybe ten years, ten years later. But at that time, you know, DMX was the the only person outselling Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he wasn't radio friendly music and he was cursing and every other word so they couldn't play him like they played Jay-Z you know what I'm saying and he was also um, like I said he was getting high so he wouldn't show up for shows he wouldn't show up for interviews you know he'll show up to the studio three days late you know he he had to say you know like a a crackhead he was a crackhead you know yeah um, like Slap remember Slap of course. Nah. Alexander O'Neill, well, that's, that's why the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis had, had ended up dropping him because he said because of his drug habit. Well, I wish I could say that that was, uh, wasn't a part of the norm, but that appears to be a part of the norm in the entertainment industry. Don't matter which one of them you get in. That's right. That's normal. A male and female. Right. Go ahead. See, most of that, most of the details of that, basically, is um, they use that to suppress those rituals and to assist them with doing mm-hmm. the rituals on those people. But there has been quite a few right. people who, when they got into the industry, you know, they was already drug abusers, you know, for regardless mm-hmm. of the reason, but they were already drug abusers, you know. I think even going back to Sam Cooke, I think Sam Cooke, let's say, was um, yeah. a pothead. Not necessarily alcoholic, but a pothead before he um, got signed. Yeah, and back in them days, yeah. it's, check it out. A lot of the artists came out of the church, right, and went into yeah. the music. 
Now they getting out of the music and going into the church. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like what you said, though. Just like what you said. The children, the, the young aren't dealing with it because they know it's just like believing in Santa Claus and, you know, every other nation on the planet, their deities look like them. But, you know, blonde hair and blue eyes, if you don't read Revelation, you know, you're stuck. Ain't no, thing, ain't no such thing as halfway yeah. crooks. Well, you, no, no doubt about it, brother. You know that's why I kind of always, I have to always interject metaphysics into things because, for me, you shouldn't have to look for a belief system outside of that yeah. which is in yourself. That's See, right, if it ain't right. in you, if it ain't in you to begin right. with, then any religion, you know, you can get any one of them you want. What, what does it mean? That's no, you right. you go within, and that's you know right. it kind of shuts out the need for all these uh, right. fake things that people want to gravitate to. So th- for me, that's why metaphysics is so important because it teaches you that these things that you're looking for outside of you are already inside of you. That's right, bro. That's, that's right. Right. You say greater me than he in the world. So look in the mirror, Negro. And that's nobody right. gonna see your black ass with. Better learn how to save yourself when all these guys right. get the fans. Hey, best to do it. I like that. Yeah, get, get off your knees and grow, right? Get off your knees and grow, Negro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right, Negro. That was Miss Patty Lou with the hammer said. Miss Patty Lou with the hammer said, You can pray till you pray. Okay? You got to get up and do it. Get up and do it. Even uh, what my man Frederick Douglass said, he prayed for yep. 20 years to get out of slavery. So one day when he turned to it, he saw that beat the white man up in all that when he was doing it. Man, y'all y'all doing 100. Y'all doing 125 tonight, man. <laughs> so it's all soft word and action. Man, I don't care whatever you think. That's a prayer. When you think something, that's a prayer to the universe. When you think mm-hmm. that you're ready to do something, that's a prayer. And then once you say it and do it, it is. Don't worry, action. The universe don't give a damn if y'all don't get it. But that's how it works, man. And that's you right. Your yes, church. You the church. That's right. Your body you, is the what'd member. What did you say? The Pope, yes, huh? <laughs> Damn, man, look at that word. Look at the word, man. Look at, look at the word. Yeah, you're right. I got a I got P-O-P-E-Y-E-S. a show piece. That y'all, I got a Say show again, I said I got a show for y'all to check out. Um, I've oh, been watching okay. it. It's on epics. It's not metaphysical, but it is a little. Um, but it's called Godfather of Fallen. And it's um, John, um, Forrest Whitaker. But they showing yeah. the relationship. He's playing Bumpy Johnson. Yeah. And they showing the relationship right. between him, Adam Cleeton Powell, and um, Malcolm X. You know, they got Muhammad Ali. They got, um, uh, you know, the, the, the mob, you know, um, Chagana and all of those or people he was fighting against back then. But. It's just showing uh, uh, tying together maybe how they was helping each other out, you know, 
he was helping Clayton Powell out in a way, you know what I'm saying? Clayton Powell was helping right. Bumpy. Um, uh, Malcolm was helping Bumpy, and he was helping Malcolm, you know what I'm saying? And they was like one hand washed the other. It was a camaraderie because they was all right. They was all cooks at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Right. Clayton Powell was as crooked as it could get. But he understood, like, I need these these um, gangsters to, you know, get my word out. But uh, check it out, man, because it's on, like, the fourth show, the fourth episode. But so okay. far, it's pretty um, on point. Um, and if you don't have ethics, uh, how I got it, because they want to charge me, like, $20 from the cable company. Uh, I was able to get it. Uh, my wife put it on um, Amazon Prime for five ninety nine. So I said, let's mm-hmm. just, you know, pay the five ninety nine until this, the season goes off, and then we just chuck it. But um, oh, I'm on it. What- I'm on it tonight, Tud Mostert. I'm gonna tell you something. Um, the the Watchmen is just pissing me off so far. Unless I it changes. And uh, I couldn't. I can't swing with no superhero stuff. That's too. It was too. People with cops with masks, and I was like, man, this is, I, I can't, you know, and then when um, Brenda from 227 started kicking butt, I was like, man, I'll, I'll smack the shit out of Brenda, man. I don't know who's going to And you don't know who the good guys are and who the bad guys um, are. Hey, I'll tell you, you know? something interesting, though, but if you go to YouTube and you put in Bumpy Johnson and, and, uh, Frank, uh, what's Frank's name? There's some old jacks, right? There's some old jacks on there, and them old jacks are talking about Bumpy and uh, all of them back then, even about some of the battles between um, them and the Italian mafia, you know, how they kept them out of the the, the west side of Harlem, mm-hmm. you know, because I was, I was watching that uh, for the past three days. They even talk about um, how homeboy had a a check cashing place. He said he was the first black guy he'd seen with a check cashing place, man, and uh, how he took care of Harlem. The same way Wesley Snipes took care of um, Crackland when, uh, what's the name of that movie he did? When he ran the Jamaicans out of that apartment building. Yeah, like in New Jack City. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, then you know. You would love this show, brother, because this is showing all that. But it's showing it in a way where, you know, like we was together. You know, even though they was doing some, you know, they had a bunch of dope addicts and stuff. But, you know, when it came down to handling business, we was together against the mob. The nation was against them. You know, um, Clayton Powell and the Christians was against them because they was doing the number thing. And um, mm-hmm. Bumpy was against because they was trying to stop him from selling dope. So... It's a decent, it's a little good show. I mean, it's it's, it's anti-black, but it is what it is. I mean, it's a true story. Right. Well, I'm going I'm to start tonight. When, as soon as I get off. Because, <laughs> well, uh, man, I'm, I'm telling you. If, if I can, Rob, this, this cat, he's talking uh-huh. about Bumpy Johnson, Malcolm X, like what he said, and Khalid Muhammad, you know, this, this cat down in Harlem. But uh, you can go all the way back to George Washington. There's now, which one is been. this one? Which one is this, Eddie? In YouTube, you go to YouTube. This, these join, these jump offs are on YouTube. They got four, three old cats sitting up against the wall, and they're talking about Bumpy Johnson. They're talking about how he fought against the mafia. They're talking about 
the Queen of Harlem, just like um, what was the name of that movie Wesley Snipes played in? Wesley Snipes was so wait, wait, Queen. Eddie. Wesley, Wesley so Snipes I can go to you. Does anybody want breakfast, guys? Let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The breakfast stampede meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba da ba ba ba. Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So, three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24-monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. 